0: Everyone, welcome to the EPray Thigh Podcast. I am your host Savoy Anthony Jefferson, aka the undisputed busy champion, aka Bussy Anna LaBeija, aka Fat Bitch Bussy, aka this is the essence of Lay Bussy, aka the number one thigh ally, aka the baddest bitch ever, aka series fin season finale. I'm sorry, season finale, Buss. Um, you know, we welcome you. Um, busy hive and um now i'm going to introduce the um the sexiest shoulders in america
1: because ah! she got her shoulders <laughs>
0: out the sexiest shoulders I'm welcome done. amber
2: <laughs> i love that you be giving my uh government out i'm be like, chill out uh, hey y'all what's up what's up it's your girl amber aka emo black girl aka Depressants, aka uh, Dual Oxetina knows Nose, uh, but the artist formerly known as Dual Oxatina Nose because your girl ain't on meds, but she needs to be on meds. We've learned that in these 30 days, the meds were helpful. Uh, and aka. It's the journey. <laughs> still <It's>. here. <laughs> here. <laughs> yes, shout out to Tisha Campbell um, for singing my life uh, with her song. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Savoy's partner and that uh aka finally finale <laughs> finale <place. laughs> yeah no but finally finale <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally finale. finally
1: finally. <laughs> finally
0: um welcome to episode 222 um this is our um season finale mm-hmm. um we know you girls have been waiting um <sighs> you know it was a long journey um the longest. <laughs> oh the ghetto. Um, uh-huh. We lost our episode featuring the lovely Sylvia O'Bell and Scotty Bean. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Um, we owe we owe them a gift, um, but we'll take care of that later. Um, <laughs> and you know, me and Amber have been working and just trying to establish our lives, but we're here. Um, I'm queer. Amber is not. Um, but, you know, she's an ally. <laughs>
2: um, I don't even like that, but... Okay. Well,
0: you Oh Yeah, fair. If yeah. you call
2: me an ally, that's
0: cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can see you one. Okay. Okay. Um, But anyways, you know, we're here. You know, we're ready to give you guys what you've been ready for. What you've been, you know, in our um DMs and in our mentions discussing. Um, mm-hmm. And today's episode is entitled to all the boys I've loved before. Mm. And I'm going to let Amber take this away because I really... This is really a a dedication to... To, to, to Amber in her shoulders
2: you know what it's so funny and y'all gonna be like we talked about all these black movies and you gave <laughs> <give> us this, <laughs> this white ass movie but to all the boys I've loved before for real for real is like one of my favorite movies that's come out recently um, because I just love a little corny teen movie and that's what it gives me mm-hmm. um, and it's also a really good movie because like when I'm like going through it I just like love seeing this emotionally available teenage boy you know and i'm like oh damn i want this in my life not a teenage boy but you know an emotionally available dude um you deserve i do deserve and uh yeah i just love it's just really really good you know shout out to noah Centennial. Um uh, a, a man a young man a young fucking man i don't follow him so don't tell me if he's problematic you know <laughs> let me just lust in peace <laughs> Let me. Ooh, child, you can't <laughs>
0: lust in peace no more. You that's really one can't. thing you cannot do. Cause
2: these men do not let us lust in peace. Okay, that's what they don't do. Can y'all let us lust in peace?
0: <laughs> can y'all stop
2: fucking up? Can y'all shut the fuck up?
0: Ooh, child, the ghetto.
2: Ooh, but yes, um, a movie. It's really cute, y'all. It's super corny. It's super cute. Um, but it is just like overall it's a super cute movie and you know watch it if you've never watched it before write these write these niggas letters that you won't send you know hopefully none of your friends send it but that's what you need to do you know. Amber
0: is the friend that will send it because she loves She a messy bitch live for I
2: for drama. I am messy I am messy but I wouldn't do that to you I'll be chilling.
0: Um yes i enjoy it you know and you know i love it because i actually watched never been kissed yesterday mm-hmm. which by the way i did not know octavia spencer was in there i did she's not
2: she's in there i don't yes, remember yes, what was she's, she doing? The, she's like, like a the, principal
0: no she was um one of the employees at the chicago sun times i would have never oh you yeah,
2: know what see i'm fucked yeah, up for mm-hmm. calling her a
0: principal <laughs> you know what <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that but anyways we go first oh, oh. No, she um yeah, so she's she's like one of the like friends, um,
3: okay. And she's
0: like that. She's actually one of the people who confirms that um Drew Barrymore should write. But anyways, it's not about that. But I'm just saying, if you like Never Been Kissed, um, yeah. Sixteen Candles, she's shit like all that, that, yeah, yeah,
2: like all those types of movies. That's You'll what it gives. That's what it gives you.
0: Very much so. Mm-hmm. So um, we not gonna like belabor the point any much any longer um we have a queen cuz we have to say queen cuz you know you quain. just yeah you can't just say queen you just mm-hmm. say you got to say queen
1: mm-hmm.
0: um we have a very special guest mm. um y'all waited so we had to give y'all the best okay the best the best mm-hmm. nothing but the best mm-hmm. um you know i'm just going to start reading some facts and then We'll, we'll let her fully introduce herself. Mm-hmm. She's the founder of Trans Tech Social Enterprises and Miss Ross Inc., mm. a trans right and racial equality activist. Come on. Th- the host of Like a Butterfly podcast and an actress. And I say actress. Come on. All right. Mm-hmm. Best known for her role as Candy or Miss Candy on Pose, as well as relevance on Claws. Mm. We have the beautiful, mm. the mid Wisconsin to the day we die, Representative. <laughs> All right, Angelica Ross. Yes, hello.
3: Welcome. Thank Hi. you. Thank you for having
0: All me. All thoughts welcome.
3: Yes. Well, you know,
1: Ew.
0: I'm only thought part time. You know what, look. You know what, we me love. Too.
2: We, <laughs> love <part-time thoughts. laughs> we love part time thoughts.
3: We love full time thoughts.
0: Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean I'm not even at that at all at this point. We really? like free,
2: freelance thoughts. You know <laughs> come on, come them. on,
0: freelance oh, thoughts. You know? <laughs> I ain't never met a three freelance. Come on, freelance. I know a lot of freelance thoughts. You know a lot. Li- <laughs> <me, sir. laughs> yeah, yeah. Angelica yeah. I know a lot of them actually. Yes. Um, I, I've been with a few. um <laughs> Angelica, what would you like the world to know? Any fun facts? Anything you would like to tell the girls, the Bussy Hive, about you? Know, you know,
3: I'm just, I'm just not here for the shits. That's okay. what I want
0: people to understand.
3: Um, I don't want you to get it twisted that just because you know I didn't came up a little big, got mm-hmm. access to some rooms, I don't give a damn. Okay. I didn't, you know, I I'm someone who has brought the spotlight to myself mm. because I have taken a very long, slow road to get here. Okay. And so I, I know my way here and I know my way back. All right. By myself. Mm. So I'm not here for the shits. Don't stop none. Nah, won't be none. Nah. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm here for to uplift if we ain't about uplifting everybody, then I'm just not here for it.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. Amen.
0: Look, mm-hmm. amen. A word.
2: A true sag as well. <laughs> yes.
3: Ah, true, true sag. sag. True fire. Oh, yes. Okay. I
0: right. forgot your birthday is the same as oh, my Oh,
3: yes. There was this mean one line that just got me right together. I had to post it on my Instagram. It was like this cartoon. It was like uh, an apo- a written apology saying, you know, I'm sorry for the really mean and hurtful and accurate things I said about your sensitive ass or something like that. But it's just, you know, because I, I don't. I don't have many friends, and my circle is very small, because um, it takes a lot of... um just clarity and truth telling um to yourself and to the people around you to be where i'm at and to be where you know people are mm-hmm. and so to be around people who can't really handle that it's just i don't have i don't have the time you okay. know, for them taking it personal and all this because i just am not here to personally attack anybody i'm i'm here for us to to rise the tide you know okay
2: mm-hmm.
0: come on yeah. rise the tide
2: mm-hmm.
3: we rising above okay mm-hmm. <laughs> come on
0: Rise above bus. <laughs> Rise above bus. Yes. So as always, we start with bussy pep talks, which is one reason why Amber, myself and the guests are proud of ourselves this week or mm-hmm. just love ourselves for the week. Um, we should love ourselves every day and be proud of ourselves every day. But sometimes, you know, it's a difficult road. Um, I will start um, this week. I had to remember that I've put some boundaries um, into place that I need to maintain my word to myself and also coming to the terms that while things are going very well, I'm not used to this and this is going to take a learning process Mm -hmm. because sometimes we ask for good things and Mm -hmm. we ask for all these blessings and we ask for to be further along in our healing process. And then when we get it, we'd be like what the fuck is this Mm -hmm. and that was definitely um me this week um and today um earlier today where i had a little moment like i really like this has been causing me a lot of anxiety because i'm not used to this i'm not used to things being healthy (laughs) um at all (laughs) and me being at a certain level of peace so i am learning and i am accepting and i'm just thankful for that amber what is your busy pep talk for the week
2: I need a pep talk because uh, <laughs> this week has been really rough, um, and I'm actually kind of struggling to. If I'm being perfectly honest, which I, I try to be, but like I'm having a hard time like being like proud of myself for anything. I think I'm proud of myself for getting up today and being here.
0: And we are thankful
3: for you. That's being what here. I, that's, that's what I am. I'm sometimes that's for. you know that's it. That's all you you know because. you know just waking up and walking out the door especially as a black trans woman child it's just it's just enough sometimes Mm -hmm. amen you know um i will have to say um i'm just proud of myself this week for i'm consistently reaching this place with myself of independence that um i just used to be such a hopeless romantic Mm. and i was just always concerned about finding someone and all this and i'm just really proud of myself for being at this very you know just satisfied place with myself i love spending time alone Mm. i don't know if that's a good or bad thing but i just love spending time alone and so when it comes to men and dating like um the bar is so high right now. And I just feel really be. good about that. Mm.
0: Yeah. Your body alone deserves, like, the bar should be high. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean,
3: but the dudes get me twisted because, you know, I'm so petite, five, six, one. You know, I'm just so small. And they think that they can control me. Mm. Or they think that just, you. oh, you're just this pretty little Barbie that, you know. Because I like giving that feel, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm, you know, doing my thing. But when i open up my mouth mm. and when i start putting my foot down and those things are just making my sort of, sort of standards and demands they think they can play the uh this long game of you know just playing the game you know mm. being, being unavailable until that late night text you know or whatever and i'm just like i'll skip the late night text you know won't answer but i will text them back at five o'clock in the morning when i wake up okay come on yes good morning <laughs> Good Hello. morning. Teen. Good
0: morning. How are you? How are you?
3: <laughs> how, how you doing? How was your evening? Yes, Nam Ho Ring Kill. Ah ah ah, ah. Not, not <laughs> Yes. Oh come on. Come on, chance. Yes. Okay. yes.
0: Yeah. have to let them know. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So we just gonna jump into it. Yeah. Um as you get anyone who may be new to the podcast, because we know Angelica is um with 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 Angelica, some people are going to be new. So we yes. start the we start the show. We do bussy pep talks, and then we go in to eat. Yeah, mm-hmm. we literally go in order, eat, pray, that. Okay, yes, okay. So we we about to jump into eat. Um, if you were any cocktail, emphasis on cocktail, um, mm-hmm. um, which one would you be and why?
3: Well. I would like to say this. I I don't think I could be any one cocktail because on. I'm such a mixed drink. Mm.
0: Yes, come on.
3: But oh. what I will say is that I'm usually straight with no chaser.
0: Yes, you understand? Like
3: that's yeah. just the way I like it. Okay. You know, I like it strong. Mm.
0: Hmm. And powerful.
3: And powerful. Yes. yes yeah. Come on. Mm. Make you want to lick the rim after it. You, <laughs> you know. Good rim job. mm Hmm. <laughs> I love this.
0: <laughs> Ooh! Shout out to the rim, the rim, the rim liquors. <laughs> yeah!
3: Shout out. Shout out, the y'all! Salt, you know the salt ah, on ah, the rim. Gotta ah, get yes, all salt,
0: that, yeah, yeah, yeah! Gotta get all the all the all the salt or the the sugar, whichever you prefer. Yes, Just make absolutely. sure you get it all, yes. lick it all off. Um, since you um you were born in Kenosha, but you were raised in Racine. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite restaurant in Racine? Shout out to being from Wisconsin.
3: Yes. Well, um, Racine. You know, we didn't really have a lot of great restaurants, That's, you know, uh, so it was just a very small town. So we got what the small town gets, you know, your country mm-hmm. kitchens or, you know... Um Ponder- Ponderosa, what was it? Yeah, Ponderosa. Yeah, Ponderosa I think, back, she's back a cute in the day, girl. Guess, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a cute girl. Um, but I have to say, like, there was an interesting restaurant in Milwaukee that um, it was called. Shout I, out to the eel, man. Yes, mean. you know, because Milwaukee was just like, especially when I got my driver's license at sixteen, it was the cute. Let me hop over here real quick. Okay. Kind of okay, do so, my dirt and get back before <laughs> come you know, on. Nobody knows what's up. So, um, but there was a restaurant there. A young I, that. Yes. Yeah, so, oh my goodness, <laughs> I did start young, um, but. There was a restaurant called Ed Debevick's.
0: Yeah, you remember yes, that? Yeah, yes. and it was a re- I've actually never been.
3: I I've been a few times, and it was just a very interesting concept where the waiters were intentionally rude to you. Yeah, you know, so that was their job was to be rude. You know, so I thought that was a pretty cool concept. You know,
2: right. I didn't know they had it in Milwaukee. They have it in Chicago too.
0: Mm-hmm. I did not know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I heard of it yeah. for sure, but I never went there. And I didn't know that they were intentionally rude. Yes, yes. oh jab the kettle. I know, you got to be prepared for it. Mm-hmm.
3: But it's kind of one of those things where, you know, it's even the same thing sort of that you expect at a drag show, too. It's like when folks go to the drag shows, they expect a drag queen to be on the mic and be sassy and be reading everybody in the building. It's kind of the same thing, but it's your server, you know? Mm.
0: I don't know if I would like that.
3: Yeah, it was all right.
0: It's
2: yeah. it's not like they read and reading read you. They're just no like, they just kind of just, they're just rude.
3: rude. Yeah. And it's
2: and you can tell it's kind of like a shtick. So yes. it doesn't
3: feel like they're acting acting basically. Yeah. Like okay. it's not
2: like you go on to Popeyes and they for real mean or if you're at like a Jamaican restaurant. I was about to say like a Jamaican. cuss yeah. you out. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
3: I mean, speaking of I'll say Ed DeBevix was kind of even seen as that first layer of acting jobs. Mm. Uh, mostly actors would get that job um and just in general when i give advice to a lot of folks um which i'm going to stop giving advice um (laughs) at least for free but um (laughs) you know because folks mm -mm. but what i do tell folks is if you want to get in this acting game and you're just starting out find a good restaurant to start waiting tables at that's the Mm -hmm. first acting job because you at least got to act like you're happy to see that table exactly after it's the 20th time and what have you you. Act like you'd um you love everything on the menu, even if you just didn't got tired of everything because you've been getting it for free for the past few months. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like whatever it is, it that's your first acting job, and then it's the most flexible because you can switch shifts. Everybody's always looking to either give away a shift and you can mm-hmm. make more money, or somebody, or you know somebody's looking to pick up a shift. Um, but you know, don't end up on. No, I, I'm not here to read right now let me just Okay, <laughs> you can read Wex, we, don't end up where I just can't but let me just <laughs> I, 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 I'm just saying like the younger generation right now is so like if, if there's, a, there's this hint of desperation mm-hmm. when it comes to their dreams and I just get so many messages every day every day and sometimes like I'm trying to decide when to de- do I respond to because I care, I do mm-hmm. care, but at the same time, it involves so much more when I see people coming to me and ask me questions where I can recognize, because of how they're asking the question, that they haven't even started with mm-hmm. the basics. I got girls messaging um, me because they're telling me that they want to be famous, you know, and they want to be stars, and they this is all they've thought about, and blah, 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 and it's just like, well, first of all... Um, <laughs> Do you even watch what I do? I mean, like, I mean, you know, what I mean, it's kind of one of those things where I, I find out some girls, they'd never even followed me, and then they found me on some way that I was trans too, or that I'm whatever this, or whatever it is. They start following you, and then it's, um, how do I get, yeah, can you get me? Yeah. And it's like, do y'all even understand that I know that, um, I look really young. I do understand that that trips on, people you better, out.
0: You better give them face. You know? Okay. But
3: But I have been doing I've been acting like for an extremely long time. And I'm talking about not everything that's been glamorous acting. Mm -hmm. I've been in Walmart as a a spokesmodel for Crest toothpaste. Come on, on, Crest. Do you 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 hear me? (laughs) I have struggled. I have carried trays of shots with a tight ass t-shirt on in a bar to promote Seagram's whatever gin or whatever it was. I have done student films and come diet soup commercials, jewelry. Um, I mean, bar mitzvahs, damn near. You know what I'm saying? Like birthday parties uh singing next door to door during christmas time the um eh. mm. okay. what i'm saying is is if you really about that life if you really stop 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 trying to look and be famous and trying to because if that's what you're looking for you'll be in the midst of a blessing and won't even recognize it come on. i have friends who have gotten opportunities have been on tv have been on certain things and have missed the blessing mm. because they're they don't think they 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 feel like they've arrived already and that they should um be getting more work because it's like no do you love the craft mm-hmm. do you love to work then do that. Work regardless of if they're calling your phone or not. Like, create the work. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I do.
0: Come on.
2: Yeah, that's what, I think that's a pet peeve of mine is people who are just like, oh, I want to be a star. I want to do this and do absolutely no work and None. don't even realize. I, I think because like when, when you work in media, people think that... This is really easy. They think mm. it's an easy job. They think mm-hmm. like, oh, it's fun, it's fabulous, but it's so grueling, mm-hmm. and you have to be willing to do that grueling work and show up on
3: time. Mm. Oh,
2: <laughs> read me. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Read, read me,
3: Angelica. <laughs>
2: she's like bitch show up yeah
3: no I'm just just yeah there is just a lot of you know so just on a way tangent on the restaurant thing but it's just that I worked for Applebee's for like six years that's Mm. just something people don't understand that's not in my bio Mm -hmm. but I have worked for them for six years and I transferred from town to town, and I, I realized that that was a way for me to uh, fund my own dreams. You got to find a way to fund your own dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, make your your if your dream, make it your side hustle until it's your main hustle. Like I, you know, it's that's I see that all the time. John Henry, I'm not meaning to steal from you, but I, I look up to you. But you know, like, <laughs> but we all in the same the, saying those mm-hmm. same things. is just like. um, you can't put the pressure of needing to pay your bills and all mm. of that on your creativity. Because if you do, then you're going to be at you're going to have an unhealthy relationship with mm. the creative process. <sighs> come on i mean what you want you
0: know who
2: knew we were gonna get a word this quickly word, you, look, know? Look, you know look, 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 just I,
0: in the eat section just in the eat you know just, only on the second question <laughs> right
2: you know? right
0: but, that, but that's why we, that's why we asked exactly that's why, that's why we wanted we, you knew. we, we knew. knew we knew we mm-hmm. knew we knew your we knew your full mm, Yeah. <laughs> come on
2: <laughs> okay so um what's your favorite grocery store
0: the Piggly
2: Wiggly. Come. Yes. Ah, ah. Yes, I grew up
3: on the Piggly Wiggly.
2: Yes. Yeah. They had Piggly Wigglies in Wisconsin.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Racine sure did. Yes, I did have the Piggly
0: Wiggly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Damn. Well, oh, you know what I just thought about? What? Mo and oink.
2: Mo and oink. and
0: oink. Ah, Yes. Ooh, child. Moe and oink and Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. we used to walk up
3: because Bigly Wiggly was so close to um, where I grew up in Racine um, just wasn't a lot around I grew up in a very uh, dangerous neighborhood and, um, I just remember going, and it was Woolworths next to, uh, the Piggly Wiggly. Mm. And, you know, it was just, I just remember going to, especially Woolworth as a little kid and just having the white people follow us around the store, you mm. know, and tell us that, you know, we weren't nothing but we're, we we were not nothing but black kids that we're going to steal all this kind of stuff or whatever, you know. And I actually remember, um, coming out of there one day with my cousin, um, and he actually had stolen some <laughs> cheese and crackers. And, you know, he was really like, well, they think we're going to steal it anyway. So it's oh like, you know. I, and was, I fuck with your cousin. You know? ah, ah, ah. So we sat under the buggy, you know, because we were small enough to sit underneath the buggies. And we sat there and ate that cheese and crackers. I, you know, and I got my ass whooped when I got home. Because I don't know how word traveled back that um, he stole the cheese and crackers and I helped eat it. I have no idea mama's, how my mama found that out. always know. Like, how did she find that out? But I sure got my ass beat for that i never i knew not to be even close
0: to cheese and crackers again (laughs) no to
3: somebody who no y'all (laughs) still no
0: incorrect i won't be you won't be
3: getting my ass whooped again nah i'll see y'all later that is so funny most
0: under most underrated food in chicago since you spend so much time there
3: um, I would have to say well, the thing I love about Chicago food is that you can get anything at any time mm-hmm. mostly you know the Indian food is amazing there's my favorite oh, okay. so I would say you know underrated if if you're someone who's like oh I don't really like Indian food well you haven't had it until you've had it in Chicago because I feel like especially in Chicago it is one of the most segregated cities mm-hmm. I've ever experienced yeah. you know Correct. and so when they have Chinatown or you know any Indi- like it's yes it's Chinatown it's Indian- <laughs> India town It's Greek town. It's, you know, black town. It's like, you know, it's all the different towns. Boys town. Boys Boys town. Down. So, Which is
0: also segregated. Yeah, very like segregated. Is oh, it's very white. I
3: mean, I know it's very
2: mm-hmm. white, but I didn't even know there was a black part of boys town, y'all. Well,
3: no, there's not a black part of boys town. There really isn't. <laughs> it's, it's just, just, they, just we white. come to visit. And, mm-hmm. you know, then, until they tell we us. we make our presence felt. Yes, Until <laughs> yes, the police come. Until they call the police, yeah. exactly. And, yeah, that's another conversation. <laughs> Yeah, fuck boys. Um, yeah, but yeah, so I would say Indian food there and when I was really like heavy on the meats and, you know, doing that kind of stuff, you know, right in, um, there's like where uh, Halstead meets Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, There's like a Walgreens there yeah. and then there's like where that Blue Man group always plays over there and then there's this like hot dog burger joint that's i know exactly right. what you're talking about but i can't think of the name of that place yes. but that hot dog place oh my god they <sighs> there's do a glow the that Ital- just came italian over amber sauce. <laughs> like they do italian sausages and all, but the burgers there are just to die for they're so greasy and i feel like every time i might just die afterwards but like it, it's just worth it it's really great
0: i believe food and death really go close go hand in hand yeah, just right. like you got a death wish yeah mm-hmm. yeah just like trash and niggas sometimes
3: <laughs> yeah. together. you know
0: you know sometimes sometimes
3: living on the edge you know
0: <laughs> there's a risk I take
3: <laughs> I've started to get better though now and I'm starting to second guess you know I've I, I really been addicted to certain niggas and I'm just like turning myself <laughs> off now I'm just like you know what when you know better you do better absolutely that's the Maya Angelou part of of the podcast (laughs) come on Ah, ah. yes to that reference yes yes
2: (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: someone read our bio
2: exactly yes yes. (laughs)
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Amber you want to do the next one Okay. Uh, okay custard or ice cream
3: um you know i'm not really either person i'm not i don't do a lot of sweets i don't do ice cream um wow yeah i don't so sometimes like i've i've had uh what's cold stone is that ice cream that's ice cream that's ice cream so like i've had cold stone and i like i've liked that um every once in a while when i'm just really feeling that kind of way i'll get a tub of ice cream and just to and just devour it to myself but like that's once a year, maybe. Okay. I really, I eat ice cream maybe once every blue
0: moon. Wow, that's so un-Wisconsin-like. Of,
3: I know, right? I don't, I'm don't. i lactose younger? intolerant.
0: Even when you were younger, though?
3: When I was younger, I did ice cream more. We did the Dairy Queen all the time. Okay. So the Dairy Queen, I would do those little, um, and have the chocolate uh, hard shell but mm. the ice cream inside, or I would do the cookies on the, you know, with the ice cream, in, you know, I we, love We mm-hmm. see each other. hmm We yes. see each other.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a custard girl. Oh, I love is that? custard. Yeah, yes. I'm a little custard girl. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to be a custard girl too, so.
3: No, I don't yeah, do okay. too many white, no, sauces. <laughs> <fruits. laughs> Not that
2: custard. I fucking hate that type of custard. The one that comes in the, um, in donuts and
3: shit. Like, that's Ooh, yeah. nasty. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh-uh. That's disgusting. Yeah, that, that, talking but, about, like, the frozen. The frozen,
0: yeah, the ice cream. I so, mean, like I said,
3: I can do it. I just don't do it a lot. I think, you know, to be, to be real, I think, I think, you know, it used to be a situation for me where I, I had braces and I just mm. had a lot of dental issues, you know. And um, I think my teeth were really sensitive when I would eat ice cream. And mm. then, um, you know, but I got, I've got i since have gotten over that. I don't know what the change has been or whatever. Um, so I do eat ice cream, but I think since I've been conditioned to not. So I just don't eat it a lot.
0: Okay. Yeah. So last E question. Mm-hmm. What is one food you want to be served at your wedding?
3: one food that I would like to be served at my wedding, I would have to say is french fries. You know. Interesting. We see each other. I know. You know I'm a french fry I'm a french fry girl because, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like you really get to control the proportions. Mm. You know, so it's like, and I, I have, sometimes I have fries, just fries to eat potatoes like I, i'll eat it that's all i'll eat um you know i don't know i just i love french fries
0: okay so where are your favorite fries
3: mcdonald's
0: mm. mcdonald's we has see, the best fries yes yes see,
3: and you know whenever i'm um you know backsliding you know the waffle fries at chick-fil-a hmm yeah, mm. When I'm mm. backsliding Emphasis
0: on backsliding <laughs> yeah. But we it's all We've all backslided look, look look We gotta live in our truth We've all done We all We gotta live in our <laughs> truth, we all all, in our <laughs> truth. And I because That's why I <laughs> fuck with you Cause the average person Would have uh, You read And the average person Would have been like I can't even say that But you You were honest I'm And honest. said I backslided And thing. had some goddamn waffle fries And I appreciate honest. you This is why I stand I'm telling you <laughs>
3: that's why I'm like if anybody ever this is the thing I'm, I'm always ready actually okay I'm always ready for someone to comfort me mm-hmm. because the truth is if they do and there's any ground that they got to stand on I want to hear it <laughs> anybody that's uh, focused on self-improvement you know, and anyone has a, g- a good, clear eye to give you some sort of constructive criticism and feedback, I want to hear it. Mm. But no, I don't want to hear from the peanut gallery. No, I don't want to hear from people that is just looking to fill up. But if somebody really got something to say, I- I'm all ears, please, because I'm trying to do better.
0: It, look, amen, you know. Amen. Amen. All right, so we're going to just jump into pray. Yeah, speaking mm-hmm. of doing better. Yeah. About to help y'all out. Yeah, we're going to. Yes. we about to get y'all together. And then we're going to make you bust a another- and time. <laughs> yes. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, Tans- we, no, we
2: always uh, have our listeners nut, okay? <laughs> we are the
1: <laughs> <of> people <laughs> we, we always care finish. Exactly. <laughs> we
2: always finish, okay? okay. Ah, we come care on. about the orgasm. Okay. Thank you, yes. thank
0: you. Um, that's right. We we y'all busting all the time. Come on. <laughs> um y'all y'all look, y'all busting more than me probably. Um but that's a whole nother story. But anyways, um I bust a few last yesterday. Um <laughs> But we didn't pray. Um, yes. We start praying with the same question: yeah. What is your passion?
3: <clears throat> I have to say that my passion is communication. Um, I I honestly believe it's an art, and so I, I it's real. It goes along with my spiritual practice as well. Is is that? Um, a lot of t- a lot of stuff is miscommunication and misunderstanding, mm. and you know, uh, with so many different languages and ethnicities and races and cultures, how can you not understand that people receive things differently? They hear mm-hmm. things differently. Um, words have different meaning for different folks. So I'm really passionate about finding um, better ways to communicate with more people.
2: Dope. Mm. Oh, um, mm-hmm. So you've been saying, Yamiho Renge kyo. i'm I'm sorry if I'm butchering that." Mm-hmm. and um, so you are a Buddhist, yes. how has Buddhism changed you, and how did you make that change in religion since you grew up in an evangelical Christian household?
3: Yeah, um so it's Nam in a m. Mioho. Mioho. Oh, oh. Yeah, like M Y O H O. Mioho. Renge. range, Uh huh. And Kyo. Kyo. So, um, K Y O. And so basically. uh. Yes. Yes. No, sorry, yes. <laughs> yes. no it, what I love about the, the practice is that it really, what I learned, it freed me in so many ways. And it's one of those things that it's more science based sometimes, I think, than you know, based on any kind of dogma, mm-hmm. anything like that. But it really gave me the confidence to understand that no matter what my circumstances were, um, that I too had access to whatever you want to call it, whether you want to call it enlightenment, whether you want to call it holiness, or, you know, to God, or to Allah, or to whatever you want to call it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and it really is this practice that is about focusing... Um, Specifically on the challenges that are yours right in front of you, and not running away from those challenges, but understanding how those challenges will specifically groom you Mm. for what's next. Okay, and so when I um, discovered in Buddhism that we believe that one of the things, and what's so funny about Buddhism is that when you start to learn and read all these things. Mm you never come across things where someone's got to convince you or or trying to make you believe something. It always seems like a reminder of something you've forgotten. Mm. It feels that deep. And so one of the things that completely freed me was that this understanding in Buddhism, we believe that sort of we, as Buddhists, we see life as a cyclical thing. Life, birth, death, and it just keeps going on and on and you come mm-hmm. back and reincarnations or what have you. And then some Buddhists believe you know, that you work towards enlightenment to get off of that wheel mm-hmm. so that you have now been enlightened. You don't have to go through that wheel over and over again. Our Buddhist sect believes that not only have we sort of mastered that wheel, but we're actually choosing to re-enter mm. the cycle in order to show by example by yet another example and then one that passes away and then yet another example that is born and another example of life one with a handicap one with the mental you know uh challenge one with um um that's challenged socially you know as being trans or what have you to show from every single angle that I have access and that I can be filled up to with the power of God, if that's what you call it or whatever. So mm. the way I live my life, you know, though the ripples that have come from my life expression, I see um, as proof that not as the Buddhist in me that chose to enter into the world through my mother's canal or what have you, that I knew that I could handle the mm-hmm. challenges that we're facing, not only that I could handle it, but that they would produce the benefits for myself and for other people with that look like me, that experience the world like me, to also know mm-hmm. that they can too live a life full of enlightenment and spiritual power and um, knowing yourself and all of that. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So,
2: how did you, uh, how were you introduced
3: to it? I, um, it was really through. You know, Eckhart Tolle talks about it in Power Now and A, and a New Earth and a lot of those things. That a lot of us come to this point through, um, usually through some traumatic, like you just have been suffering a lot and you just don't want to suffer anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was really, I was in a relationship around 2005, 2006, my mid-20s. And I was just really hitting my head up against the wall in this relationship. And I was in therapy because you have to be in therapy in order to be prescribed hormone therapy um, Mm -hmm. to transition. So while I was there, I realized, oh, I had a couple things to work on. And so uh, she introduced me to this book, The Voice of Knowledge by Don Miguel Ruiz, which was like Toltec wisdom. So it wasn't necessarily Buddhism, but it was like my first sort of like crack away from traditional Christian, you know, mm-hmm. uh, teachings. Um, I was still trying to find a church home to accept me at that point. Um, and so it's really then uh, coming across meditation, then doing some Zen Buddhism, going to a couple Zen Buddhist temples, um, but really finding, not finding my mojo within those spaces and it wasn't until I uh moved out to Los Angeles and stuff really hit the fan um I was living in a weekly motel um I was trying to go after my dreams and finding a job and I just couldn't find a job I finally found one with Apple and then I found, um, like, just short after that, in a, a Craigslist, I had found a roommate. Mm-hmm. And then that roommate introduced me to the practice of chanting Ho Renge Kyo. And at first, I was not with it. I mean, it, was, it wasn't that I wasn't with it. I just wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. You know, they were mm-hmm. chanting. I wasn't sure what it sounded. It was it sounded weird to me. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was curious in Buddhism, but I just was struggling with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's just an interesting place where... I find many people that we introduce to the practice is a similar space of struggling with your life and not yet ready to claim full responsibility for changing things. Still feeling like I have this tendency to blame my circumstances, society, mm-hmm. my parents, this, that, or other. But yet this, this practice really teaches you how um, to look within yourself that anytime you have a problem with anything... That you have to first change something within yourself in order to change the outside. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's it's it, it has completely changed my life. It has given me the confidence to know that um, there's there's a certain like um, you don't believe in coincidences anymore. You start to walk in a way that knows that. Even when I, it's annoying, but like I fly a lot, I travel a lot. And so I get on a plane and it's just, it's like God is just sitting people in front of me all the time. Mm. And I have to... uh, sort of gauge my privilege and also if I'm going to accept the blessings that come with this life you know I also sort of accept the responsibility that comes with it as well and so the, I talk to a lot of white men in first class that I don't want to necessarily talk to
0: mm-hmm but every
3: time I have these conversations with them it ends up a ripple thank
0: you for for talking (laughs) it's a ripple effect
3: because they just don't expect this black trans woman to be sitting next to them in first class Mm -hmm. they don't read me as trans I'm cis assuming you know Mm -hmm. and so um, it's a lot of work sometimes I just want to relax and put my headphones on but again um, to be tuned and tapped into life and especially as a Buddhist our main Um, sort of magic power is dialogue and so we find ways to we call this thing there's a tool called expedient means and what that means is I can expediently find a way to communicate to you in a a way that you will specifically understand so I don't need a specific book I don't need a specific chapter or verse Hmm. I am tapped into life in such a way that I can communicate with you Hmm. okay Okay. i
2: love that i love that well you just okay so you also just talked about how when you're in first class people assume that you are cis Mm -hmm. and um you've talked about passing privilege before uh how do you think this privilege has helped you in terms of your activism and has there been any backlash from non-passing trans folks
3: um. All of the things. Uh, so, yes, Um. it's.
0: Do you mind explaining passing privileges yes. so for, for our listeners who may not be familiar? Yeah.
3: So it's kind of like back in the day, you know, when things were really, really dangerous. Oh, excuse me. Things have always been really, really dangerous for black people. But, you know, um, back in the day, uh, there were black people who could pass Mm -hmm. for white. And so they did in order to not have to deal with some of the challenges that come with being recognized as black. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a similar thing when it comes to folks, uh, the cis passing thing, Mm -hmm. where it's like... um, I pass as, and, and it's a, it's hard because when it comes to the race conversation, um, it's someone trying to pass as something that they're not. Mm-hmm so when it comes to being trans it's a it's a little bit different in the sense because you know we and it's a that's why that term passing feels a little bit wrong for us is because we're not trying to pass as something that we're not
1: right exactly
3: you know we're just trying to navigate a space that is dangerous for people who um have the particular experience that we have as trans people Mm -hmm. um so you know when i'm in north carolina or different spaces like you know where the law you know says oh you can't go to the bathroom you know You have to go to the bathroom that's assigned to your sex at birth or some craziness Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, but who's going to stop me? Who's going to check me, boo? Who? You know, and and that's kind of the situation. But that's the privilege that I have to say that. Right. Mm -hmm. Because they will check and stop even Mm -hmm. cis women who don't pass as Mm -hmm. cis. Mm -hmm. So
0: how do you think this privilege has helped you in terms of your activism?
3: It, it, It helps me... Create sort of a um, sneak attack on folks. Come on, sneak attack! A lot of times, because they just don't see it coming. And what that helps with is that deep down inside, people don't want to be wrong. Like nobody—that's the thing. Everybody wants to seem like they're woke, or seem like they're with it, or seem like they're up to date. No one wants to be caught off guard like that. Mm. And so, uh, and I, I, I am very. Um, easy with folks on that i don't typically like i'm not very hardcore with folks when it comes to that so with passing like as i go in these spaces you know even some churches i'll go to and you know and the end of the service you know when i'm visiting church you got all these older women who are like oh They don't see no ring on my finger, you know. They try, I got a son, you know, and, you know, (laughs) they're trying to do all this stuff or whatever, and I'm just, and, you know, or whether they're getting to know me and I'm telling them all these great things, Mm -hmm. you know. Oh, yes, I... You know, do some acting on TV, and you know, I've started a nonprofit to help folks navigate the tech industry and discrimination and employment. Mm. Oh, wow, really? And you, what? Well, yeah, you know, I've worked with President, met President Obama, and does. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just really help with trans rights as a trans woman, as a what? Mm. Yeah, mm. be blessed, sister. <laughs> you know, it's the tone changes really quick for some folks, but in for but for some you got them right there in the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm. And their face is a little cracked and it can go one it can go any way. Mm. And a, a lot of times if you create the space If you create the space that doesn't feel threatening and the space that feels like I feel I can be safe to say the wrong thing and you won't, you know, like Mm. snatch me up, that there's a lot of times people will take the opportunity to learn. Mm. So that, you know, the passing ish privilege has helped me in, in that degree.
2: Okay. Has anybody ever been like, once you said that, they've
3: been like, well, still my son needs a woman oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah plenty of times and even you know like again with you like your question about trans folks you know there have been some trans folks who i've gotten a lot of backlash from a lot of trans folks and it is happening less now because more of them know my story Mm -hmm. but it was just in the beginning when people didn't know my story when Mm -hmm. folks all they could see was this pretty black you know um cis assuming trans girl who again has pretty privilege so she's getting some of the things that she's getting because people are attracted to her you know mm-hmm. i'm attractive in in these different ways mm-hmm. Um, but when they've also have heard you know about the sex work about being homeless about you know being fired from jobs about you know mm-hmm. the the path that i have gone to get here then they realize okay you know she knows she, she knows. knows what's up. What's up? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy to think about. Like I don't want to say crazy, but the pretty privilege, like how that affects so many things that we mm-hmm. don't even think about. It's real because you have it. Like, Let you, me
3: tell you, pretty privilege, pretty, pri- you know. So here's this is what's tricky about the pretty privilege, and this is what you know. The pretty privilege is hard because I will say that. For the most part, this is going to be very problematic, but for the most part, I have escaped a lot of violence um, that happens typically towards trans women because of pretty passing privilege. Mm -hmm. First of all, because of the passing privilege, then the pretty privilege, a lot of times, you know, when I'm disclosing to men and what have you, the pretty privilege prevails. Mm. So, they don't give a damn about what I got between my legs or not. Mm-hmm. I look like what they want. Mm-hmm. And that's just that. Mm. So, when I, and so, you know, regardless of how they feel about it or whatever, like, I've just been in too many situations where a dude is like, oh, so? So, me telling the dude mm. I used to tell a dude that was trans to try to like get them to move and keep it moving and push on now I know that that I'm dying cause you were like no, you're you. trying
0: to use it like
3: yeah I'm trans bye you know like mm-hmm. oh ma that ain't no that ain't you know I still I, ooh. you know and I, I I mean it's it just isn't a thing mm. so it really comes down to um realizing that's the thing once cis women and folks within our black community understand that we are not out here tricking folks, mm-hmm. that not only do they not give a damn, but half the time they're looking for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that when we are, when when we are, you know, being, when we're or dying, we're dying at the hands, most times of black men, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not this thing that we're tricking them. It's just a lot of times that they are putting on this show for y'all mm-hmm. and for their homies so mm-hmm. that they don't, get found out or that nobody thinks that they're gay Mm. no homo pause Mm. yeah
2: no how can because that's something that you have been very vocal about is like how we are protecting black men um a lot more because you were saying uh one of the reasons why people don't care a lot about black trans women dying, especially like in our community, is because black men are the ones that are actively murdering and, mm-hmm. and harming and, and causing violence to black trans women. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what are ways in which like we can kind of like hold black men accountable in your perspective?
3: You know, unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, black men have been problematic with trans women. But sometimes I, you know, sometimes I have to honestly say that I feel like sometimes it's black women that are more problematic Mm. towards us than black men are. Um, They sort of know how to put logs on the fire um, Mm. of toxic masculinity, um, you know, of even not allowing a, a, a man to be soft in certain ways um and so therefore feeding into this hyper masculinity Mm -hmm. um you know accusing a man he might be gay or whatever um when in reality is if he's with you he's not gay right Mm -hmm. he's at the very least bi Mm -hmm. you know or whatever and us not having any sort of understanding of that Mm -hmm. um you know uh of really black women really it's it's hard to both. I think we all need to check our privilege. That's just really, really, really what it comes to. Is that in every conversation, in every circumstance, we need to check our privilege. Black men need to check their privileges um, that they have over uh, women and cis queer and femmes and folks. And black women need to check their privilege that they have also when it comes to, because there's a privilege that comes with playing snuggling up to patriarchy. Right. Just like there's a privilege privilege that comes with snuggling up to white supremacy you know so we have to let go of those privileges sometimes you know of again there's certain dudes that we love you know we love a nice thug you know what i'm saying like a nice somebody that seems like he gonna break that back wall in you know but
0: if or open up that second home. Oh,
3: yes, you know. <sighs> but if it's a situation where he's also the guy that you see that is like gets a little funny acting around gay folks, your makeup artist or your hairstylist or your best friend, then homegirl, like, what are you, when you create a partnership? Mm. Partnership, y'all in this together. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you got to realize then that just when, as we talk about folks being passive in a movement, you know, mm. when you're standing on the sidelines, how that's a, still some sort of vote or participation, even when you're quiet. Mm. It's the same thing when cis women snuggle up to toxic masculinity and don't re- realize how powerful their punani is to change the whole game. Like, these dudes, I promise you, they will do... It's like putting a dog with a Scooby Snack. They will do all kind of tricks for it. They really will if we collectively came together and raised the value of the, of the you know. Of the place. But some of us are snuggling up to the, you know, and, and allowing these men to be trash. And because, again, how hard it is to find a black man. And, you know, so let me just take what I can get sort of situation. Mm -hmm. And so if he's a little homophobic, well, that's better than being in jail. Well, that's better than him being this or that's better than. And I get it, girl. I do. But let's believe in a higher frequency for blackness. Let's believe. Let's let's have a different um, sort of utopian perspective of black life and and when we say black life matter that we don't have to put in a asterisk that we when i say black i mean black mm-hmm. mm. so i mean black lesbians i mean black trans people i mean black queer people i mean black incarcerated folks i mean black folks with uh you know mental challenges health challenges and what have you i mean all black folks mm-hmm. mm. one quarter three fourths two fifths all black folks
0: and that's what we would like to call a re
3: i hope y'all was listening and taking notes come on
0: come on so you better because
3: let me tell you all these folks who want to praise and say that folks are you you listen you cannot be a hero in the black community if you are not a hero to black lgbtq people
2: thank you talk about it
3: because homophobia is not a heroic trait Mm. so don't i'm sorry he they somebody yeah they did good they had a good day good year good month but to be a hero to be a savior to be the next one the, y'all we want we always want to make someone to the next savior Jesus Christ mm-hmm. but Jesus with was the whole he was with the hoes and and everybody
0: else yep. Jesus loved the host. Loved the host.
3: Shout out to Mary Magdalene.
2: You know you what? Know, um, shout uh, out the, to her. The
0: original Thad, okay? <laughs> the Did original Bussiana LaBea okay? <laughs> he
3: said, listen, I'm going to die for your secret.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. come on. now. <laughs>
3: y'all didn't get that but
1: okay ah, 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 yeah, like, ah, we,
3: um, we, we understood keep your
0: secret Mary <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Ooh, Mary we love you <laughs> yes because without you mm-hmm. we wouldn't be here
2: yeah but I hope y'all really took that in though for real for real because we do be praising dudes who recycle once
0: yes <laughs> Yes, Amber said that in a tweet. I died when <laughs> he recycled once. He was for the culture. <laughs> he
3: was right. for the
0: culture. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh child, the ghetto. And um. You
3: know, I'm trying. I'm trying to use my influence as well. Like, cause I be slipping into people's comments and pages. Like folks like David Banner. You know, he's I I uh-huh. I, I love David Banner. He's a rapper. You know, I listen to his music. But I'm I'm watching him and I'm watching him closely. And if you're listening. Somebody send him a snippet, the soundbite. I'm watching your ass. Come on. Because Come on. the thing is, is I just I get a little irritated with folks who take a stance of educating our people, and you half-ass doing it. Mm. I know. Look, because I bought your special limited edition CD thing, and I bought, and it came with those hotep ass books that came in the box Ooh, as well. Come on, let and them I now. read those books, and I, you I'm know, listen. Water. I'm drinking water. Some of that stuff is all fine and dandy, but gay folks are not the dismantling of the black family. Okay, so we need to throw that on out the window. Um, if anybody is to blame, black men blame yourselves. Okay, so Please. you know, let's let the black woman is not to blame. Nobody else is to blame for your absence, but you. So next thing is when we're then talking about you know he's he's like you know w- but listen when they're educating and doing all this stuff like use your platform fully yep when you talk about black folks, bring up black LGBT folks and women and let, let's bring this whole conversation together. You're not doing that. I'm sorry. Then you're not doing the work. You're not woke. You have you half woke, uh, whatever you want to call it. But no, we're not giving out cookies, invitations to the bar mitzvah, to the barbecue. None of that. Nope. It's, it's I'm done with that. Like it's done with the easy, l- low, low bar, low hanging fruit. No, y'all going to you, you going to um say you uh, uh somebody in the community and blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm going to ask you, what are you going to say to these young lgbtq people were being pushed out of their houses because of religion or because they say not under my roof or because they say no homo or pause or it's not in the ghetto or whatever else are you a safe space for lgbtq black folks if not I'm going to be on your neck. I'm sorry. Because, we, the, I'm sorry, long gone are the days where we're now, you know, you because they think, this is the problem. Folks thought they were in a day where they could just be in privilege where no black LGBTQ people are going to be in their spaces. You thought... I'm so tired of black Hollywood too being so comfortable just like white people are so comfortable in a room of all white people. And you got all these, you got black folks who are comfortable in a room where ain't no real yeses from the gut. Ain't Ooh. no, you know... Ain't ain't no uh uh dips oh, not child. not death drops but dips oh. you understand what i'm saying like
0: a nasty read <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're not on the panels we're not on a, a, a none of that you oh, understand what I'm saying so I'm done all y'all fake ass allies um, putting up the rainbows and put turning your profile pictures purple I don't want to hear none of that no more I don't give a damn about none of that no more because every day when the trans day of visibility came up I ain't see none of y'all posting nothing about Ashanti, Carmen dying. I ain't see none of y'all posting nothing about just the trans visibility only a few of y'all and I know who y'all allies are and thank you for being out there but you don't deserve a damn cookie for it or a shout out
2: amen
0: well i'm thank you the the the, the tea is especially good today i'm like (laughs) yeah. the water is especially good today Mm. um drag us (laughs) (laughs)
2: we we deserve to be dragged come on
0: i'm just saying okay well um, what's the question (laughs) well you know Let's, you know, I don't even know where to go. Um, um, I
2: have a question. Do you ha- do you ever grow tired of educating people?
0: Yes. Yes, I do. Um, and what do you do on your days that you take off?
2: Right. Like, when you're like, fuck it, I don't want to educate nobody no more. I want to take care of me.
3: Yeah. Um, usually... I do some things I'm not gonna say on this um, podcast, but yeah, okay. I, I you know I have my, <laughs> my self care thingies. Ah, okay, but um, yeah, but, keep
0: something for yourself. Yeah, do exactly. something keep for back. myself. Yeah.
3: You know, but um, honestly, that's the, the one thing that I love about this new you know era that we're in is that you really do have the ability to take a break, hmm. whether it's turn off the you know the apps and all the kind of stuff or whatever, because. There's so many brilliant black queer people out there doing the work that I can take a break. You know, you got Raquel Willis, you got Janet Monk, you got Laverne Cox, you got Terrain, you got, you know, Clarkisha and, you know, you got all kind of folks who are out there uh a- angry homo or i can't think of it but like folk uh george johnson and you know you got i mean a lot of people who are out there and they get tired too mm-hmm. and so what i love is that i see folks folks like like in the wrestling match we kind of tag team folks in like i feel that energy where fo- i feel like once um i was getting dragged the other day on my um twitter for something i said about beyonce and the glad awards and jay-z and all that kind of stuff just again about us giving awards Right. Yeah. You now, but um, and you know, uh, the Beehive had came for me, but when I tell you, some black LGBT queer Twitter swooped in mm-hmm. and was like, "I just know I'm not reading what I'm reading about folks dragging a black trans woman on uh, on my timeline for you know mm-hmm. just specifically very lightly pointing out some facts here. You exactly. know, so I I feel um I feel great that I have community and in mm-hmm. having that community, I feel like. I'm telling you there was there I used to do this uh, social justice training and there was this like um very touchy feely like exercises we're doing to get in touch with stuff and you know there's exercise we're doing where we they ask us to make a position, your break off into groups to, uh, of two. Mm-hmm. And you got this partner and they say, you know, and now I want you to make a position that makes you feel strong and you're going to hold it for like 5 minutes or however long they say mm-hmm. and your partner's going to help you to hold that position, you know, and you just tell them what you need in order to, you know, maintain that position. Then they ask you to get into a different position that makes you feel vulnerable, you know, what have you. And so I remember doing this training, like I kind of got into the child's position, you know, where you're kind of bent over, mm-hmm. facing down or what have you. And, um, you know, they're like, the part my partner's asking, what do you need in this moment? And so I'm like, you know, just put your hand on my back, you know, that I know that you're there, you know. And so they put their hand on my back and I start bawling. Like, bawling, crying. And and what I realized was, is that I never felt like I could take a rest. Mm. I always, I never felt like I could take a rest and there was someone standing watch. Mm. That if I rest for two seconds, that... I'm going to have to pick up and run because somebody's right behind me or somebody recognizes I'm trans or, you know, this, that and the other. It's always a fight or flight. And I realized that I, I, from my trauma of living in this space that I was always in the space of feeling like I always had to be tough. I could never relax. I could never sleep. I could never let up. Mm-hmm. And so now it feels really great to be within a space where actually, you know what, I feel like I can't let up. I feel like I can't rest. There's a lot of work to be done, but I feel like I'm not alone in this. And I feel like more people than not get it. More people within our black community, even though there's a there's that still, you know, love and hip-hop or, you know, Tyler Perry contingency or whatever that just don't want to think and be entertained, you know. But even, even those, even folks are getting the messages and it's coming to them slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. So I feel okay taking a rest.
0: Okay. I love that. Mhm. All right. Um
2: tag your friends out when they need rest. Yes, know? tag yes. them out. Tag uh, them out cuz we and especially like and for cis people who feel like they want to help and support and be an ally, this is how we support uh, trans folks is by tagging them out and fighting and we need to be the ones you know talking to our families about trans people we need to be mm-hmm. the ones like you were saying like talking to our partners about trans people and not and being like you know what I'm not gonna fucking date you I'm not gonna fucking do this if you disrespect trans people absolutely
3: period absolutely
2: period that's how we tag them out y'all and like, a
3: lot of times we have to realize that I just want to say to black women is and, and to women in general is that
0: men... Mostly black women. We ain't got yes. white list. Yes, like yes. yes, Okay, yes. Shout, yes. shout out, Caroline. But shout just, out to Reece.
3: Yes. Just saying to black women, like, really um, try to put yourself in a more accepting um, place of not just of trans women, but of the men who see them as women as well. Because, yeah. again, it's kind of a catch because you got some women who don't want to see trans women being murdered and don't want to see certain things, but they don't want to see us on an equality level with them either. And so it's one of those things where, you know, you got those memes that people put out about, that's just a man or, you know, um, making these jokes that really make it uncomfortable for men to disclose that they are attracted to trans women. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and really whether that's they their pre-op or post-op, you know, cause it just, there's, 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 there's an essence that comes with trans experience. It's not just sexual, but it's mm-hmm. a power. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a resilience, you know, it's something that is attractive. Um, and sometimes people can't put their finger on what, you know, just what that is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when it comes to these men and when it comes to, you know, I I don't know. I just really want women to start to recognize how they can um, play a part Mm -hmm. and that it's not just the men that are being problematic, but it's us women too, that can be problematic in the ways that we, um, put men's masculinity in a box. Mm.
0: We're all responsible Mm
1: -hmm. Yep,
0: and accountable. Um, so let's just you know let's let's take it to a lighter note okay um and then we'll go back to series um but actually you know what we we do everything here so yeah, <laughs> we so got you know, many yeah, styles and have, rhymes
2: exactly we have
0: many styles and rhymes but i do want to ask about this you recently posted a picture of you of your baby trans oh, self <laughs> yeah that's 13 minutes ago <laughs> what would you tell her now what advice do you have for any baby trans people Which by the way those were bomb pictures.
3: Thank you very much. yes. You My know, space era. The MySpace era, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was really that self, you know, motivated girl. Like I a camera on a tripod set the timer took my own pictures mm-hmm. retouched them you know edited my music did you know did really everything come on editing uh-huh. the music I'm, t- I'm telling you i recorded the music in my bathroom like i mean i mean in my you know bedroom I, re- I i have musical lines so it's you know i did it all what i would tell that girl now i would say is that um your truth never needs any defense mm. don't even waste your time doing it um instead grow just as a just as a young girl grows into her womanhood show show so shall you you know in the sense that don't try to rush everything don't rush into wanting to get into a relationship don't rush into wanting to have this full grown woman body when you're not yet a full grown woman mm. you know so i would just uh I would just tell that girl to um continue to um, love yourself and to protect yourself um because you're the only one who will do it with um with as much seriousness and efficiency as 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 you need.
1: Mm. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
2: any words for the baby trans folks out there?
3: Um you know, same thing, uh, just to say that no surgery is ever going to make you anything. Um, it only makes navigating environments that much easier, if that's, you know, for you. But one thing I will say as someone who has had the surgery and to baby trans folks who are trying to decide if they're going to have surgery, what, how far they're going to go, you know. Um, one thing I will say is that really... it's a lot, this surgery has a lot to do with privilege. Um, not only does it have to do with privilege and being able to afford the uh, the surgery and, and getting up to that moment, but then the healing time and being able to take that much time off of work or mm-hmm. to, you know, be in those situations. So I would say to take your time reaching the decisions and make sure that you have a support system in place for that pre-op and post-op care, mm-hmm. but also understanding that um, really each way you, any way you split it, it's a bag of tricks mm pre-op trans girl I know you got a bag of tricks to deal with but so do the post-op trans girls you know and when it comes to the healing and when it comes to just dating when it comes to men it's just it's not that your problems are going to be instantly solved being trans and transitioning is an ongoing experience and if you're looking to arrive someplace and for things to stop you have to understand that things are just getting started and that being trans in the physical transition is just the surface level of things. But there's so much more going on underneath. And that the quickest way to get to that stuff that's underneath is to ground yourself in some sort of spiritual practice. I don't care what it is, mm-hmm. but ground yourself in a spiritual practice because that will um, get you to tap into what is beyond the physical.
1: Mm.
2: Dope. Um, I do, I do love it because you were just talking about how you uh, you make music, you act, you also have created this really, really dope. Uh nonprofit called trans tech social enterprise. Why was it so important for you uh to create something like this? And also explain like what trans tech uh social is.
3: You know, I needed to create trans tech because I was working for a white cis led organization, um, gay cis, you know, organization, and they came up with a trans program to address employment with trans folks. And when I got they hired me to basically developed the program um the employment program mm-hmm. when i got in there i realized i was being tokenized i realized that they were just trying to meet these metrics to get federal funding that they weren't really you know really mm-hmm. addressing the issue um they wanted me to create this fast track of people into uh, fast uh food service employment mm-hmm. because they could go through a one week training of safety and sanitation training and get some sort of certificate and go work in the kitchen and then check we got some money and a job you know um And when I was saying we need to teach folks tech skills, because I don't give a damn if you're working at the drive-thru or what, you're going to be punching on some sort of computer or technology. Mm -hmm. And so their response to me was that, um, you know, that's over the heads of the people that we are serving. (laughs) And I felt like they were underestimating and undervaluing my community, um, Mm -hmm.
0: which was which I love you for stating because I read that in that Casmo article. Thank and I you, just yes. Love you for stating that. But you know,
3: here's, here's the difficult situation is that you know, my job has been very difficult as a leader in the community because I have to do a very difficult job of holding up a mirror to organizations when they're doing this bad behavior mm-hmm. and then turning around and holding up that mirror to my community members mm-hmm. because. There is a, there is a duality that comes along with, there's a tetheredness.
2: Come on, us reference.
3: Come on. There's a tetheredness that comes along with this. The fact that these entities are undervaluing and underestimating us is because we are also doing this to ourselves. We're also doing this as a community. In so many different ways, and that's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard conversation to have with some folks, especially if they're not already in conversation with themselves about how they are participating in that. All right. Yeah. So, um, so that's that. That can be difficult um, because the path that I have taken here, I'm being tra- as transparent as I possibly can be to say that I too was in sex work. Mm-hmm. So. I believe that the only value I had to offer was in my body, mm-hmm. was in entertainment. And it was through valuation evaluation exercise and through my life that I realized I'm worth more and I deserve more. I stopped undervaluing myself and devaluing myself. And I say that not to say anything against those in sex work. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there is a way to operate within the adult industry and sex work that is what you know Carolyn Miss calls sacred prostitution, where you're not lying to yourself and to others about what's going on, and you're not also operating on one axle on just the physical plane, but that you're offering the world and someone else other, other expressions of yourself that is not just sexual. Mm. You know, um, um, I've known a lot of folks who have started off in the adult industry and have showed us that they have way more to offer. You know, folks like T. S. Madison. You know, mm-hmm. um, who has way more to offer. Mm-hmm. A queen, a queen. A you know what yeah, I'm saying? Love. And, and so she shows that. So regardless of it, whether that was in her past or whether that could, whether that was her present. I know that's her past, but even if it was her, still her present. The fact that um, I can be a whole and an uh, honorary.
0: And a holy, Yeah no. You I got many, st- I got many styles and rhymes. Okay? Many multifaceted bus.
3: I just feel like <laughs> I even I feel like sex work could even be therapy if mm. we if our society was willing to be open to that because I feel like a lot of folks have sexual issues that they need to work out. Yep. Before you come to ask me for a date because I'm not with that. Mm. Go hire somebody. Go get that. Go work that out. Mm. And then come back. I love that. Mm-hmm.
2: <sighs> <laughs> Damn, gotcha. Savoy is just like, no. he's like speechless.
0: <laughs> you know, today has been a day, and I think, you know, God this
3: is. This is the day.
0: <laughs> right? This
3: <laughs> is the day that the Lord has made. Come on. Come on. You
0: better give us a vocal. Um, no, I just think that, um, I think God is an um, amazing, amazing, um, amazing person in um, spirit. And I, I needed to hear some of these yes. things today, Moving. even yes. even for me. Let them um, use you, oh child, because today I cried. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> literally, I cried. Um, but anyways, um. <laughs> um,
2: well, just so I well, you've basically taught us so much in just this short period of time. Um, what have your thirties taught you? Like, what have like this this era what has this era of your life taught you
3: you know i'm still learning one of the lessons that i'm still learning is to uh move in silence Hmm. is to learn when um you know eckhart tolle has a book called silence speaks and that's another again it's one of those things that points out the fact that if you're continually talking or you know filling up the space it's hard for you to hear God speaking or for you to he- to get that motivation you know so one thing that I've also learned is to, to, to be more still mm-hmm. to, uh, to not think that you know opportunities are going to be here and gone because I, you know I attract tons of opportunity that's it's almost like changing the affirmation I attract tons of opportunities every day and there's a check in my mailbox you know just mm-hmm. telling myself that every day and then you know kind of manifesting that and I've just learned also that to kind of move quietly because sometimes as much as I've been I'm someone who will do exactly what I say I'm going to do mm. but in this day and age you got a lot of people who are a lot to talk mm-hmm. and sometimes it's easy to get sort of mixed in with people who are a lot to talk when you're talking about things that you're going to do you do <laughs> so on. let me stop talking about it and let me pull back mm-hmm. and let me just do it and let y'all see And then present when it's time to present. But a lot of times, you know, I've just learned uh, what advantages that has in order to keep your cards close to your chest at first until you are ready to play your hand. So that's what I'm I'm learning is to um, use the time to prepare. And I always, you know, I think we're in a, a state right now where people think you always have to be ready for a response something happens in the news and the media cycle and whatever and then it's like what's your response? What you? What is your take on it? Well, I just heard about it two minutes ago so I'm not quite sure what I think. Mm-hmm. You want a hot take? Okay. Because I'm prayed up a little bit or chanted up and whatever I'll give you something that's going to be okay. You know, mm-hmm. but if you really want you know, then let me take some time with this. Let me pull back. Let me think about this and, 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 and know that it's okay to take your time to, to, to respond to some stuff, you know. So, and also to get, and it's also taught me, it's taught my 30s have definitely taught me how to gauge the capacity of both myself and those around me. And so, again, um, my capacity changes from day to day. Some mm-hmm. days I'm feeling like the strongest woman on the planet and other days I'm feeling weak. Mm. But one thing that I've learned from uh, American Horror Story, uh, Jessica Lang has this line and she goes, one thing you need to get straight, even the weakest amongst us is better than the strongest of them. You know, and just knowing that even on my weak days,
1: Mm -hmm.
3: I'm still stronger than a lot of my enemies that try to come for me. Mm. A lot of the people who couldn't dare step foot in my shoes, Mm. Mm. even at my weakest. Let me pat myself on the back because you're still doing good, girl. Mm. Like I've learned to gauge my capacity and to support myself at no matter what um, my strength feels like as well as gauging the capacity of those around me to say, you know what? You don't have the capacity to take fully take on what I'm giving, so let me drop a seed. Mm. Or being in front of someone that you can see that they are a deep well and they can they're really asking for. They've been waiting to run into someone like you to pour into them mm. and then realizing when it's time to pour into someone. You blessing. Thank
0: you. you know, I just, I just wanted to say. That's
3: why I chose the name Angelica. Come on. I wanted to be a blessing on the earth.
0: Because you truly are, okay, mm-hmm. a true blessing. Because you're pouring into me right now. I hope oh. so. Mm. Um, so <laughs> Amber actually wrote that question, so I'm gonna let you because that's question. The I'm a stalker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh okay that question um i am a stalker uh and, and so that's I'll, why we love you yeah um or a good researcher not yes. a stalker
0: there yes. it is come on come on um, give your, yourself the proper title. so
2: i noticed a tweet that you posted uh back in 2014 and you said i'm done dating white men who are colorblind from their bright white privilege worse is realizing what i've internalized over the years so I, I love that quote, but I was wondering, what was it that you internalized and what did you learn?
3: Yeah, um, I, you know, and I realized I wasn't alone, but, you know, sometimes we all come to our own uh, revelations. But what I realized was that I internalized white supremacy. I, I internalized how white people saw black men. And that then became my perspective. Mm. And, and so, you know, um, as a trans woman navigating the spaces in the hood, you know, I had this black trans woman who was not passable at all, um, non-binary, bald head, gave you Grace Jones realness, no body, you know, whatever. Um, but she was fierce in the ballroom scene. Mm-hmm. And she told me, she said, Angelica, you know, when you, anytime you go to the store, you go somewhere and you hear, oh, hell no, she, bitch, don't turn around, don't look, just go just run you know whatever cuz that's the trait that's the you know the the dudes just you know your life is in danger go mm-hmm. and so again with the reality of trans women being murdered and murdered by at the hands of black men it became like a dating like safety thing to be dating white dudes interesting because I felt like they weren't, I never felt this energy that they wanted to jack me up. Even, even if I disclosed or whatever, it just, what you going to do? White boy, what you going to do? You know, it was kind of that energy. Um, so, but then I remember saying to myself, it got to be a point where, um, really after I broke up with my fiance at the time who had, um, proposed to me and asked me to keep it a secret at the time and this whole thing you'll find out about it in book but um come on book you know but when i he broke up guessing. you know when i broke up with him and i was with him for like eight years mm-hmm. and so then i when i was thrown back into the dating pool this is like 20 years in lgbt yeah, it really is it really is, That's so, is 50 you know That's 50. Eight is 50. so when i was thrown back into the dating pool I was not used to being treated. So then it was like um, I was starting to date again and then I was like dating these white dudes, but then all of a sudden I had been awakened from my relationship because the reason why I left is because my white boyfriend wanted to stay within this white bubble of privilege, of my passing privilege and his white privilege was creating a a nice little cocktail for us both. Mm. And I didn't want to just be sitting in that privilege. And so when I realized he didn't, see the same issues the same and that things were a problem and I left and then I started dating other white men I realized they didn't see the problem either and a lot of times they had the audacity to just say to my face that they didn't believe in you know marriage equality or they didn't believe in certain things Um, and then think that they was going to get some or something you know or whatever and it was just like uh no mm-hmm. Um, I you know a lot of dudes a lot of white dudes who want to sleep with me or you know got this black fetish especially when I was pre-op oh. you know they thought that me being black meant that you was carrying you know what i'm saying and they wanted you to carry with them and i was just not about that life and so what i did in that moment i said to myself i made an affirmation and i promise you it has been it is it is manifested and has rippled into the world where i said i refuse to be afraid of black men i refuse to allow the world to make me fear black men um even with the statistics or the circumstances being what they are I will not fear you I will love you if it kills me and that's just the standpoint that I have because I think that it's that kind of radical love that black men need um and it's not that I'm trying to put my life on the line I know how to keep myself safe But what I'm saying is I'm going to love you out loud in this space where on Twitter and everywhere else they want to drag me and they think that I'm just doing this and doing that. But I'm still saying I want you to do better, black man, because I love you. You don't have to be in a personal relationship with me, but I just want you to see me as your sister Mm -hmm. and to respect me and to protect me Mm -hmm. just as I'm here protecting you.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. A blessing. (laughs) We're just going to keep a blessing. Okay? Um, All right. So we... we, we, I
2: think this should be the last question. Yeah. um, Because we have to ask this. Because Pose has been everything. Okay? Thank you. It has literally... It is and i'm not just saying this because you're here for real for real because i've said this to my friends i have forced my friends to uh to watch it me yes so i was like you need to watch this this is literally the best show on tv hands down thank you so much um what can we expect from pose this season and then also what can we expect from miss
3: candy you can definitely expect a lot of drama Mm -hmm. um you know candy and you can expect to come up for candy that's good you know candy is finally you know she's they're letting her breathe a little bit and you know she's starting to experience some joy and 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 family with a house of ferocity you know Mm -hmm. with her sisters there's a sisterhood building there with lulu um but you know uh there's still drama and there's still, you know, this beef with Electra, and, you know, there's there's still, you know, at the end of the day, we all come together in the ballroom scene um, to, to get our tens and to want to support and applaud one another. But, you know, there's there's drama with the competing houses, mm-hmm. um, you know, and with Madonna coming into the scene, you know, we're going to, you know, start tapping on these conversations oh. of appropriation and, you know, and whatnot. So it's going to be a, a very interesting season i will say that you know obviously this is season two and um you know season one was heavy um you know and season two i'm just very grateful to be candy be playing and bringing the story of candy because it both brings a weight and she has her own challenges but a lot of times when she comes on the screen it's a it's a comic relief you know it's a little different um air you know that gets because some of it's so heavy and you you cry and you know and a lot of times it's tears of joy you know like when um when um, Blanca gave Angel that pair of red pumps at Yay. Christmas, like, I cried like Boo-hooed. a baby. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, more tears.
2: Yay. But I think
3: more tears of joy as well.
2: That's good. Yeah. That's what I love about the show. I think they do a really good job of, because I think when we're talking about uh, trans women of color, you think, okay, it's going to be about death. You're going to think it's about, which, I mean, it's definitely a part of a story, absolutely. but it's not the story. Yeah, absolutely. And you can tell that trans women of color writing and are also behind the scenes because it's
3: you really get the full humanity of these characters so absolutely i just hope now that our black community starts to recognize the show because we black people are already watching it you know gabrielle union just fans out jackie jack k harry like you got a lot of folks that watch the i'm like y'all watch the show
0: (laughs) i mean because it's phenomenal it's
3: a fucking phenomenal i I just get beside myself when i get on shirley ralph and all that i'm just like yeah i'm just all these icons you're just like oh my god Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but that's the way it should be black lgbt queer people should feel the warmth of our black aunties and uncles and cousins and especially those ones that played us on tv you know
2: naacp image awards y'all listening
3: yes i hope so
2: amen because y'all deserve
3: I know they are because I had a conversation with them on the phone okay. a couple of days ago so they're well, gonna that's
2: get, good we're
3: gonna get it together oh, come on come mm-hmm. on get them together mm-hmm. so that's they know good. yeah
2: I'm excited when does this season come out
3: I think in June okay. I know sometime around pride
2: okay perfect time
3: mm-hmm. amen perfect time and well I won't give that tea but season one is gonna
0: I won't give that tea yet, but yeah okay okay <laughs> come on oh, come on come on hold the tea hold the tea <laughs> Yes. um just give us a drip. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna go into that.
3: Yes, you know
0: this is some of our um, our, our listeners. This is their favorite portion, um, and you know we always deliver. Uh-huh. Um, you know we did a lot of um, we did a lot of um, oral leading up to this point. Now mm-hmm. this is where you know the Get penetration yes, happens. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> when do you feel your most desirable or sexiest? And was there ever a time that you weren't confident in your desirability?
3: So, I've always been confident in my desirability. Mm -hmm. Because I've always just had this gaze on me from men, you know, um, that desire my pre-op trans body or my post-op trans body. Mm So, you know, that um, has neither been here nor there. But for me personally... um, you know, I have to say that I have never felt more beautiful and more comfortable in my body than I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm just talking openly about having the surgery, you know, mm-hmm. Um I, before that, I could never really walk in front of a mirror naked. I could, even when I was in the relationship that I was in for eight years with my fiance, you know, he always walked around the house ha- naked and what have you. And I, I was always tucked. I was always, you know, so, um, and it was just a personal thing, you know. Um, and again, so it wasn't that I never felt desirable, mm-hmm. but I feel, I feel more beautiful and more affordable affirmed now in my body um and that's just me um you know again that's not the same narrative for all trans folks Um, some love you know can be women with their penises and that's totally fine and that's wonderful Mm -hmm. um and that's great but that's
0: just wasn't what it was for me Me. yeah okay Okay. um (laughs) now we're gonna get to penis talk Mm -hmm. um do you prefer length or girth and why
3: i would have to say at this moment length okay um because uh girth um i'm still working up too you know but uh come on, live so in your yeah. truth. i gotta live in my truth you know so at least the length like I, I prefer right now and i'm just prefer i prefer just the the standard size you know cool. i used to be a size queen no more um i just because i just don't need all that i just give me just do the job you okay. know come on just do the job just do the job okay Why not both? You know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that can be nice. Why not? That can be (laughs) nice. I think, you know, look, I think it's just because I'm still still healing. And so my brain is like, it's like looking at food and when your stomach's already full
0: type situation. Mm -hmm.
3: Like, I'm just right now, like, I'm like, no, I don't think right now.
0: You like somebody after they got their stomach closed up. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. Like,
0: ooh, I want that whole (laughs) meal.
3: Right, right. But I I can't. I can't not right now but I can work myself up to it Uh it's just you know come on let them
0: know that you can it can't be done
3: you know I'm just again I'm under a year after how you know actually tomorrow's like my five month anniversary so
2: congrats Congrats.
3: yeah so as much as I'm still walking around and being fabulous I'm not completely in my you know body yet
0: okay um you can only choose one for the rest of your sex life which one are you selecting A. choking B. spitting C. Spanking D. Hair pulling Hair pulling mm. You know what for some reason I almost didn't put hair pulling but I felt like you were a hair pull kind of You girl. know cause look I'm not with that
3: choking shit
2: either <laughs> neither You,
3: de- ah, you ah, definitely ah, not ah, spitting ah. on nothing here
0: Some people like to be spitting in the mouth
3: I'm sorry. I, I know I know I know some people that I'm like ugh no um, but i don't want a yucky ones yeah i'm sorry <laughs> look, look, um look, look. but um and the choking spitting and then All the spanking matters. The spanking is okay but sometimes i feel like men get carried away with that so like i'm just like no um so and then the hair pulling you know as long as i'm in my natural day you know we good with that you know as long as you know we're not pulling on my lace front okay oh, yeah, don't do that. no painful no Mm. But I'll put a good, you know, ponytail in for you, or mm. you know, even my natural hair, you can yank on. Come on, mm-hmm. come on,
0: come on. <laughs> I felt that in your sphere. Your oh, yes. eyes glowed a little bit when you're done. Oh yeah, pull it back.
2: <laughs> what you choosing, Savoy?
0: Oh, I'm 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 spanking all day. I don't mind if you get a little rough. Oh yeah, I like it. They're actually, I'm the motherfucker that tell you. I'm the tell motherfucker that tell you you're doing it. T- like I've literally had you're too light. I've had one I've had two dudes be like I really. F- thought I was hurting you. And I was like, no, it's okay. I like mm-hmm. it. To st- I, I literally want st- to, I want it to sting Amber. No.
2: I was going to say spanking, but I just saw that uh, play daddy and it fucked me up.
0: Really? I got to see. I it's
2: good, <laughs> but
3: it, it, it fucked me up. So now I'm like, daddy with, um, Charlene Woodard. Yes, she yeah, cause she is on, she's on Pose too. She, she was telling is. me yes, yeah. she plays uh, the she uh, plays instructor, the dance instructor. The instructor yes. yes, she's in there with Alan Cummings. Yes, yeah.
2: yes, yes, yes. So it was it's a interesting play, but after seeing it, I'm like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. not anymore no it kind of fucked my spanking up that's you know you know what but you know you can you can't spit in my mouth but you can spit on you know
0: right you can spit on the the punani you
2: you can spit in my ass yeah all that you can do all that spit (laughs) in there so Mm -hmm. i'm
0: I'm an advocate for spitting in the butt yeah but do not
2: spit in my mouth please
0: yeah no ugh Oh sorry, again, hey. sorry,
2: y'all. We no, don't again. Sis. We don't want to. I don't want to yuck
3: your yum, girl. I, 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 that's you. I, 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 you. I'm just just be quite certain what he was doing before he spit in your mouth. Just be quite certain. Quite. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. That, now that's
0: baby. Fair. Let's shower together. Okay, let's brush our teeth together too. Gurgle.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are we getting the tongue? Yes. You know what I'm come saying. Come
0: on, come on, come on. No gingivitis in my in my mouth. No.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> 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 ah, ah. You know what? The, that's fair about the spanking thing because um after the r kelly doc i never i no longer feel comfortable calling man daddy yeah and that used to be one of my favorite things
3: i never you know i've honestly i've never really felt comfortable with that and and it just because i've always questioned why the guy is insisting on it what i've learned though now about that is that any guy who does not have a conversation with you ahead of time before invoking that it's it's problematic yeah. So I understand that there's some, you know, sort of consent-based, you know, spaces around that and mm-hmm. role-playing and what have you. And as well as when guys, like, kind of—I I've re- I've had to do some reading up because there was a dude that was trying to be very dominant with me. And it was hot, mm-hmm. but at the same time, when he was, like, asking me to call him daddy or, like, I just— uh,
0: and I don't even have dudes request. I just was doing it on my own.
3: Yes, you know. I mean, I might do. I, but I just I don't see myself doing that. I, I like to be dominated. I definitely like to be dominated. But I just don't like. I don't like to feel like I'm putting on too much of a show for some for a dude. Yeah. Mm, you know, because a lot of times with the with cis dudes they have lived in such a male gaze gratifying porn place that yeah. they just expect you to do cartwheels in Victoria's <laughs> Secret. You know, and it's just like, what you gonna wear for me, blah, blah, blah. Nigga, what you gonna wear for me? <laughs> what you gonna do for me? You know, what you gonna, you got them dick pushing up pants. I mean, like, what What you gonna do for me? You Cushions. gonna do a dance for me? You gonna do, like, no. Like, all this expectations around all this, No. Mm. these are questions that need answers answers Mm -hmm.
0: this is why i'm a bottomist too
3: you're a bottomist
0: yes what's a bottomist you know they tell they tell bottoms you can have dick but not too much um (laughs) and i just believe that like you know i'm just gonna say this i've been you know i've gotten very um um into the Black Gay Twitter community, mm-hmm, the um, Black Gay Twitter. Yes, and it's been very interesting because I feel like there's a lot of conversations on what bottoms should do for preparation. And sometimes I just question why. Why do we got to do all this as a bottom? Just like why do I got yeah, to? Yeah, what
3: what are the tops preparing for? Right. Exactly. What right. are y'all
0: doing? Cause, Cause I, there is, but look,
3: I mean, I hear you on that, but nobody likes a shitty situation. No one does. You fair, know, so, but I mean, fair. I'm talking about even as a bottom, like you, how you feel about it when yeah. you know feeling insecure, you know, or even you know, there. I mean, there have been times, you know, it's like I, feel, no, I don't even feel it in my gut. I feel in my gut this ain't the right time. You understand? Yeah. What I'm saying like, no. I get the, and and to have a top that's insensitive around that or the preparation that comes around that is, you know
0: but i think a lot of times even with the preparation conversations it is still slightly insensitive oh, because yeah. i think i think at the end of the day i always tell people no matter how much i've prepared yes it's still still an asshole it's still an asshole Mm -hmm. and anything is possible Uh, anything is possible absolutely it's possible (laughs) well the booty is full of shit yes Uh,
3: also I even if you just ate grits right right right. come on an artist come on an
2: artist (laughs) ah 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 ah. I had a in there. come on come on Um, I had a dude who was like We were talking about anal, and then I was like, "Oh, do you eat ass and he was like, "No," and I was like, "So Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. how? Right? Mm. What? Like?" Mm. I just think I think you can talk as tops. They can talk about like preparing, also the bottom, so that the it could be a more pleasurable
3: experience for Mm. both people, and the preparation can be done together. You know, right? You know,
2: have it, make it fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, come on.
0: I ain't never had nobody ask to prepare with me.
2: <laughs> it's coming soon, boo. It's uh, coming soon. Look, amen, a word. Okay, mm-hmm. it is
3: coming soon.
2: Okay, so what's one sexual f- fantasy that you have yet
3: to fulfill? Um, I would have to say a threesome with two men. That's what I want, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm going to make that happen. I know that I am. I mean, you just real. Yeah.
2: You you do everything that you say you're gonna do. Yes, absolutely.
3: Yes. Yeah. You know, because sometimes I have these like I was out on a date with this dude one time, and he was like, "Oh, you know, could we have a girlfriend or blah blah And I, I I didn't. I just I was like, I was actually open to it. Just I was open to the conversation because I'm just an open person at this time in my life. I'm not. I'm never saying no to anything right now. But um what I really wanted to say was, can we have a boyfriend?
0: Can we have both?
3: You know, or can we have both? Yeah. I mean, and it's not even that I'm really even on that page. I don't even know if I want a boyfriend. I don't know if I want marriage. I don't even know if I want to be bothered actually anymore. You know, I'm kind of at this stage right now where you can come and you can go. Mm
0: -hmm. We've all been there. Because I enjoy my peace by myself. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen, motherfucking man. If you could go back into the 90s. Because yes. you
2: do that frequently on post. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yes. <laughs> We're
2: about to answer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, if you go back into back into time and have sex with any black man from the nineties, who would it be and what would you let them do to you, or what would you would you do to them?
3: So this is a really hard question to answer only because lately I've been running into some of those men.
0: <laughs> and that's a blessing.
3: Yeah. And so I don't want to say anything. Ah, 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 and ah, then, ah, like, I end up running into them again on the red car, but I'm like, oh, hey, Blair Underwood. Hi, <laughs> you
0: A oh, man. man. A man. You know, cool it's a cool man, you know what oh, I'm saying? God, oh, child. That was a good. And do you know what? I
3: felt that in my spirit Blair. when you zoomed. Mm. Blair. Mm. Blair was the one. Back mm. in that, you know, back. I can. Who can else can I think of? Back in, you know, I mean, obviously, your Morris Chestnuts, your yeah. Shamar Moore. Mm. You know, those were the 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 heartthrobs of the time, and I basically would let them do whatever they want to. You know, yeah.
0: M- Mine's would be Michael Bukkake, Jai White. It,
3: you know, with it. What's Michael that? Jai White. White? Interesting. Yeah, Spawn Spawn. I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him too. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Really, for me, the darker the better. Though, I mean, just. Ooh, Wesley Snipes just Ooh, like I,
0: yeah mm, mm-hmm. mm, mm. Wesley and like
2: I like Wesley and uh, um, damn why am I blanking on that movie New Jack City
0: I was just about that's s-
2: <sighs> that's when he's at his finest mm-hmm.
0: I would have a threesome with him and Alan Payne from that, that time
2: oh
3: yeah
0: they was both fine that they time.
3: were both mm-hmm. fine but in that. you know
0: Trevante can get it though <sighs> we are this is the Trevante stand club <laughs> exactly. here
3: exactly Travante, you hear me Travante? I know you didn't hear me a couple times Travante. I know you overheard me talking about you mm. when we was at the Glad Awards you know mm. and you had to put your arm around my waist and we was uh, taking that picture with Terrell um, call me I'm jealous uh,
0: I don't think I would know what to do if, if Travante touched even just my shoulder that smile uh, Ooh, Joe. them shoulders uh, Joe. That Calvin Klein ad. Come on. Oof. I have never. My my booty did sang a song. Well, my, my bo- good, yes. My, bo- my bussy sang a song. It did. What is it saying? Sh- <sighs> Could this be love at first <laughs> sight? could this be love (laughs) i wanna know if you could i'm
3: just you know what i'm just honestly i'm waiting for whether it's because again those 90s dudes as well like i'm in i'm kind of in age range um because i usually like dating guys that are older than me Mm -hmm. the max is kind of like 10 years older than i am um so you know i'm just waiting for my Hollywood boo because I feel it coming whether it's an athlete um, another actor Mm -hmm. um, but I feel it coming Um, especially because I'm not I'm one of those girls that yes I do want that partnership and that thing that I can flaunt for the world and be that girl Mm -hmm. but I also am a busy girl who works and has a lot of things going on so I don't mind if it ain't I don't, because listen, the guys used to want to keep me a secret. I'm at the point these days where I'm trying to keep them a secret. Boops, uh uh, uh-uh, honey, go out the back door. Yes.
0: Come on, come on. Come oh, on, I don't secret want the concierge dick. to see you. No. <laughs> come on, secret. Dick. <laughs> secret love. Yeah. Um, that's,
1: that's what we, we are, are <laughs> trying hard to have. Yes.
2: S- <laughs> Speaking of music, um, do, you have, do you like to have sex with
3: music on? Um, well, I haven't had sex in a really long time, so I don't know. But, um, what's a
0: really long time?
3: it's been a long time uh well okay i shouldn't say that because i did break my i did break the hiatus before it was over a year it was it was a while Mm -hmm. but since coming back from my surgery i have experimented a little bit but not full-blown i haven't really had full-blown sex yet so Mm -hmm. just kind of just playing around but um i do sometimes like the music um Sometimes, but usually I don't think the guys like the music that I like to listen to. What's,
2: so. what's the music? If perfect
3: World, what music would you listen to? N D R E. You know, I mean... I, wow, of
0: all people. I am
3: not my No, hair. no, no. Listen, I have a playlist. He heals me. Mm-hmm. He's got that magic. Um, you know, uh, just those... Because India Re has some songs that are sensual, but in a way that you have to love me. You know what I mean? Mm. It's it's in a way it's deep. It's like sexy because you care. Sexy mm. because I I want to fuck you because you care so much. Because mm. you treat me like a queen, a black queen. Like it's that kind of feel that I like. I don't like that fucking bad bitch. Fuck it, blah, blah, you know? Mm. No, no. Mm
0: yeah i can't fuck the future no i can't fuck to nobody
3: honestly i don't know if i could maybe some drake because he's soft sounding yeah, you know yeah.
0: maybe but i just don't like music in general
3: yeah
2: i love music but i like uh i like music where it's not super lovey-dovey sometimes because i'm like i don't want you to get the wrong message. right that's true too so that's i like true too. i like a good like you know like the internet You know, like something like chill, vibey, like we could do some of like, maybe we could do like Gerard from Solange's album Mm -hmm. or like, that's what I'm going to do, y'all. I'm going to make y'all a sex Alternative.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't
2: know if it's alternative, alternative R&B, is that what they call it? No, I
0: mean, just like songs you wouldn't necessarily always think to sex.
2: Oh, yeah. Like uh, Kalala is really good Mm -hmm. uh, for sex.
0: You really love Z too, to sex. Didn't you tell me that?
2: Oh, um, Z scissor. I was yeah, like, SZA. who's Z? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Z the sex? Oh, that changed my life. Somebody her, put me on.
0: Her too. Mm. Uh-huh. Her, yeah. Take me there. Uh-huh. I would have sex with that. I song.
2: mean, focus on me is really my uh-huh. theme when it comes uh-huh.
0: to uh uh-huh. <laughs> when it comes to sex.
2: Like <laughs> she made that for me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, come on but yeah i do i do love sometimes music. i could do
3: like the n- stuff that doesn't have words like the techno like not techno but it's like kind of like a, a house more so like yeah a, like a slow house what do they call it uh up tempo or something like it's just it's, mm. it's got like a kind of progressive tempo mid-tempo. to it mid tempo yes, yes yes i yeah.
2: like that i like that that's mm-hmm. good i might I be able,
0: able be okay. maybe i should try that
2: yes fuck that
0: yeah because i don't like because i work in the music industry so i mm-hmm. just feel like
2: You'd be thinking about people.
0: Yeah, like if the wrong song come on, I've either had an interaction with that right, artist right, right. and that's going to take me out the game. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah you should do, You should definitely yeah, do that. Maybe, maybe. That's a good idea. Because I also have sex to j- jazz. is also really good to have sex to. See,
0: watching. I'm going to try something new. Thank mm. y'all for this. Kamazi this
2: cool. Washington, shout out.
0: Come on. Interesting.
3: Yeah, no, but I'm not, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not yet ready to get fully into my sexual prowess. But when I do, um, yeah. Get ready. Get ready. <laughs> it's about
0: a whole new level.
3: Oh yes. Come on. Yes.
0: <laughs> I'm, now, I'm being sexual
3: level. with myself.
0: Mm. You Come know, on. I, I
3: get mine with myself, you know Amen. often. But you know, I'm not it's just not ready for with someone else. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So um someone asked this via Twitter, mm-hmm. when was the last time you were truly sexually satisfied? And this is via underscore miss.
2: It's, it's me Brie. it's Miss Bree. Okay. The reason why I put that on that, she just tweeted that. She mm-hmm. didn't even ask us or okay, nothing. Yeah. I just saw it as a tweet and I was like, yo, what was the right. last time I was sexually satisfied? I thought it was a good question. Mm. Wanted to give her a shout out. It's been a long time.
3: Yeah. Um, I don't know. But um it's probably it's been it's been a while. It's been a couple years. But uh I will say, and the reason why I say that is because I recently had an experience where I did let a guy go down on me, mm-hmm. and you know, it was so new to me because again mm-hmm. I'm freshly out of surgery and all those good things, and so I was screaming through the walls. Uh, I just—you deserve. I could not. I. I didn't even understand what was going on with my body because it was the first time and he was just like a Hoover like it was just like like I thought my vagina was going to go into his throat like that's how hard, you know like hard he was just like going at it and do we got any gay friends? <laughs> I I think so actually. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. how I mean, not for he he's me. very secure in his manhood or <laughs> not whatever. For me. But yeah, no, it was just and it was something that I and I've since have kind of put him a little bit at bay because You're I'm just I'm not that. ready to that was a lot and it was overwhelming and I don't know, it was just, it was, so I, I can't say that I was satisfied, although mm. it felt amazing, <laughs> mm. but I wasn't yet in a space to completely let go and enjoy it, because yes. I was like, holy shit, what is this, mm-hmm. oh my god, wah, wah. and I was just like, scre- I mean, it was, and it was like midnight or something, so I felt so bad for the neighbors, because I was, <laughs> fuck
0: s- them neighbors,
3: screaming, <laughs> you paying your rent, screaming, I couldn't believe it, but yeah, so, um, But I really, the last time I was sexually satisfied, honestly, it's just with myself, you know, and it was really one of those things where uh, when I had my first orgasm, um, you know, post-op and realized that that wasn't something I was giving up, you know, in transition and having the surgery was not having orgasms anymore, you know, or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's always these worries, I guess people have about different things, but I went to this specific doctor because I knew he was 100. So, Mm -hmm. you know, having that, but then having an orgasm, In the way that you do as a woman, not as not through the ways that I did before, but in the ways that I do now that completely are internal and shake my body in the ways that it do, like it's revelatory, Mm. it's um, awe inspiring, I was shook (laughs) and you know, it's one of those things where I'm still learning the, the wave and the pulse of my orgasms and it's something that is intimate to me. Mm. so until I find a relationship um, I'm not really in the hookup way right now so until I find a relationship and I don't mean a boyfriend I just mean a relationship with a guy I can trust um, on a consistent basis to open up in that kind of way to take his time to want to be as gentle with me as I am being with myself mm-hmm. you know then I'll let someone try to satisfy me but until then I'm like I can't I can't it's too mm-hmm. much
0: is it weird to I guess not weird I, that's maybe the best word is it how does it feel to kind of be relearning your body to a certain degree I feel
3: like a virgin I feel like I <laughs> touch for the very first time I really <laughs> do I and 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 some of the times I kind of feel I kind of feel a little frigid in the sense that I don't Want, like, I'm kind of like, you know, but it's just because I haven't been bust open yet, mm. you yeah, know. So, mm. I'm just, I gotta be bust open by the right one. Come on, Come but I on. just don't try. I don't, we I'm not, you good I hands. don't want to just give it out to anybody, you right. know what I'm saying? So, I'm just like, kind of like, you know, whatever, mm.
0: okay,
3: playing it by ear. Mm-hmm. There's one guy, though, there's one guy that's a really uh smart black man who, um, but his dick is too big, so I just have to. Work my way up to that.
2: There's going to be a lot of communication. Yeah. A lot of lube. Mm-hmm. A lot of soft thrusts. Yeah. You know. Come on, soft thrusts.
0: <laughs> Come on. You know. We love a caring type. <laughs> you know. Yes. We love a caring type. That knows what they're working with. Amen. Right. Wildest sex you've ever... Sexed. You've ever received. Wildest? Yeah. yeah. Oof, when I tell you. It was back back in milwaukee
3: wisconsin come on you <laughs> you know and i feel so sorry for this story but like ah, ah, ah. it was like basically i was called into town to be like a special guest at someone's birthday party um i like got a gay friend from you know back in the day i grew mm. up with um so he was having his birthday party and he wanted me to perform a song. I performed Brandy. It was sick, me,
2: yes. you know,
3: and he had, you know, hired um, strippers to come to the thing. And he had a stripper, you know, there that was stripping for his party. And I think that he might have thought that maybe there was a possibility that the stripper might have been going home with him afterwards or something like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, But. I took the stripper home. And um, Damn. he was mad at me for that. Well, um you know. And when I tell you that, mother, I have never, and I still have never, he made my body... The sheets were so wet. Mm. I never knew that... I never knew my body could do that. To mm. open up, moisten. I just... It was... I still think I can still see in my mind's eye mm. that experience. That's how... Oh, yeah. And then when I tell you he had the nerve afterwards to try to um, like sell himself to me in the sense of like, you know, I'm not just a stripper you know
0: Uh you're right you're not just a stripper you got many many skills many
3: skills yes but he, I think he was like trying to show that like he he had
0: he had validity yeah
3: and I was just like I'm not here for that
0: I'm here for the dick
3: right and mm. it was great it was amazing but I could never date a stripper like that I couldn't I, I just couldn't that's not me you know, I I I think everybody can do what they want to do. Sexual freedom, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, that's not my man. Okay. Uh, I don't want other women rubbing up on my or men rubbing up on my man.
0: Look, that's fair.
3: mm. Not unless it comes with a serious check.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Ryan Murphy checks. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I'm I'm my 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 boo does yoga. And he be doing like these poses. Sometimes he be posting. I'm just like, I don't like. I know this is what you need to do, but mm-hmm. I'm just not necessarily like. But I mean, we 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 just dating. So. Yeah, I mean, okay. what well, we doing a little bit? We, we doing, doing a more bit. than dating. Well, yeah, we exclusively dating, but you know, nonetheless. Know. But I still can't like. But still, this is what you do, so I mm-hmm. can't get upset. Because, you know, you got to showcase your, your
2: skills. Oh, you get mad that he's showing. Not like mad, but I it like,
0: yoga. No, um. no. It's just like sometimes these poses. I don't want everybody to be able to see all that damn flexibility. I'm just a little just but like. But he's a yoga instructor. I know right, that. Exactly, but I'm saying honey. it's just a little, you know. Ooh, child. I'm, I'm the jealousy. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's not all the time. It's just certain poses. I'm just like, you didn't have to do. Like, you could have just did a regular ass split or something. But that's just me. I got you. I'm working.
2: You, to the yoga? you should go to yoga.
0: Yeah yeah i'm we gonna yeah so you can do it together see that
2: it's not <laughs> i know it's not but i'm
0: still saying for me i'm looking at it and i'm just like i know other people nasty like me and they thinking the same nasty shit i think. well but you got the you get you at least get to touch it right exactly, exactly. exactly. You know? and let me tell you something yoga sweat tastes good
3: and you know what let me tell you because <laughs> but i don't know because i just on that conversation of like because now with these open relationships and you know mm-hmm. being um, pansexual and mm-hmm. um, um, poly and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff or whatever you know and let come across my desk a couple times <laughs> come
0: on across your desk
3: It's come across my desk come and, on come on come um, on I just don't know, you still don't know how I I have never I've never been in a situation mm-hmm. like that and I just don't know how I would feel in a situation like that. I think maybe more so now I'm getting more toward that I lean towards that, cuz I just want to be alone a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So I probably could engage more in something like that, but I'm a I don't I, everything I've always known has been exclusive me. I need to be the one. I need to be that yeah. bitch, you know.
0: I think yeah. I don't know, Amber, could you do a open? yeah
2: it depends like uh it just depends mm-hmm. it just depends on a lot of situ- the situation depends on the partner mm-hmm. um i think that just ha- it has a to do with like a lot of communication and yeah. i find that a lot of like cishet men
3: don't know how to communicate no. or, and they typically the ass half the time but go ahead. True,
2: exactly Damn. so like Damn. i just don't know if I don't know. It it could happen even though I have been watching y'all I've been watching this show called Seeking Sister Wives. <laughs>
1: Oh, and it is such that. a
2: tr- it's so it's good but it's bad mm-hmm. and uh, but this is about polygamy so there's this like one black family there and it's like this like hotep looking dude <laughs> but he's not a hotep I mean, he might be a hotep because they do look like some hoteps but they're just like black hippies mm-hmm. but they're also rich mm-hmm. and like I think I could be an extra wife in that situation because he, has a, he just has a lot of money and I think I would just cheat on him hmm hmm but they see
3: it seems like i wonder if i could have like uh brother husbands Mm. that's what i want seeking brother husbands come on can i want about um how many i think three okay i think three two to three would be good for me you know okay two four i mean like (gasps) Uh, uh, two, five. Two, Seven. two to five. <laughs> especially because if I'm I can away from two to three to if five. I, if I could have one in Atlanta, mm-hmm. where my home base is, okay. where I'm buying a home, mm-hmm. one in New York when I'm working in New York. Okay. One in Los Angeles when mm-hmm. I'm working in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. One in Chicago for when I'm visiting family and okay. you know around that time. So that's four. Yeah, and then maybe one in Miami. And and so like if I why not you
0: vac- know vacation husband vacation yeah.
3: husband. So you know but I I, I I hear that you maybe can't get everything from one person you can you know so I'm just trying to keep my options open I'm, I'm thinking I think I can actually have that especially um with some of these uh well I don't know but yeah I, I think I could have a harem of boys you know mm. of men okay I don't I can't
0: I I got. I'm not. If you're
3: listening out there, and you are interested in being a brother husband to Miss Ross, Miss Angelica Ross, um, or a a brother boyfriend, because I don't even know about marriage, but a a, a brother boyfriend, you know, I'm not buying sneaker clothes and baby clothes and nothing like that. So you got responsibilities. You take care of that. Um, But you know, wait, let's talk. Hit me up. Hit my DMs. My DMs are open.
0: Come on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I had a hard time multitasking. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that you can't get everything from one one person, but I I rather get not necessarily get that in in terms of. I multi- agree. I agree. Yeah. Um. But you know, if but each I have yet song. to
3: find one man that I just have yet to find. It's all. I feel like Goldilocks when I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Every time it's something. It's like they're. It's. They got this, but then they're missing a chunk of that. And they got this, and then they're missing a chunk of that. You know, they're mm-hmm. homophobic, or then they're woke, or then they don't know. They're black, but not on the inside. You know, it's just like mm. a lot of.
0: Mm. 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 A word. Mm. Look. Okay. All right. Last question. Yeah. Are you ready for the thought section? Mm-hmm. When was the last time you were a bitch? Oh, so, a bitch for explanation, is a person who is desperate, overly clingy, or stigmatized. Or a combination of all three.
3: Uh, well, I've only been stigmatized once. And that was by my ex that I was with for as long as I was with him. And that's why I was with him for as long as I was, because mm. I was stigmatized mm. And so, you know, I did, I overlooked a lot of things um, because of that. Um... I will say maybe when I was in Los Angeles, there was a young black gentleman um, just as fine as. Wow. Oh my God! Just his. People say I have good skin. Mm-hmm. And when you see that kind of good skin on a black man all over his body, mm. chocolate, mm. smooth, mm. muscular, six foot four, Come like on. you know, just you know so and he was just when he had this mirror next to his bed and when we would be you know get into it it just the visual of all that chocolate on chocolate yeah you know and that he knew what he was doing um oh my i don't know where mine's ends and yours begins (laughs) it was just but he just you know and but he just didn't want to act right like as far as you know, dating um, outside mm. of the bedroom. Like, he would easily take me. This is the thing that other dudes do with tra- sometimes is that it's not that they, guys will take a girl like me out no problem because we're cis-assuming. Mm-hmm. They just won't go any deeper than a public thing where nobody really knows us or passing somebody right. oh i saw you with a girl that's all they you know whatever but to introduce you to friends and family and to do all that kind of stuff you know i, I had one black guy that was dating in la who was like well he was like i can see you know we would we would drive down the highway and be rapping uh to a song both of us just going at like just friends like you know we just, and he would say you know, I can really see this going somewhere, and like I really see that we get along, and I really want to be with you. He's like, but you know, I just don't know how to explain you to you know my people. And I said, oh no, that's, no problem, it's okay, good. And when I tell you, he still tries to email. He emails me because he's not on my phone. I think I might have blocked him on the phone or something like that, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where if you can't explain, Angelica Ross. Mm-hmm. The actress, mm. the philanthropist, the mm. human rights person, the. Mm. Le- you can't explain to anyone else why this person caught your interest. Mm. I don't know what to tell you. Right. You definitely shouldn't be dating me then. And that's the thing, because I don't need I don't need to feel that kind of way. I don't need to feel like a second class citizen in my own relationship or in you know something I'm dealing with. So if you feel like you need to explain or you can't explain or you got to figure this out, then why don't you go ahead and do that? And then when you're ready to be about that life and stand next to me, then let's do this. But even even now, I'm saying that I've been through so many situations now that I don't I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm now conditioned. Cause I'm at a place where I just don't know. I don't even know if I even want to be in a relationship. I don't. Know, I don't know if I want to be married. I used to want to be married. I used to flip through the things, mm-hmm. do all that. I honestly don't have an iota of an inkling of a care in that direction. Not a single one. I, not a single one. And I and and I I feel a little sad in saying that. Um. And I also feel liberated in saying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're at right now. And so. that's exactly. Yeah yeah but you know say somebody gonna come along you know yeah. like yeah. trevante well, you know, look- is gonna come along and and you know have a change you know be like you know what i was thinking
0: mm-hmm.
3: i'm like what was you thinking trevante come on i was thinking that um fuck the world you know uh, you and i can be king queens in this day that day trevante are you serious <laughs> yeah baby uh you know, I'm mean, I just His imagine dialogue. the conversation going His something dialogue. like that. You know, <laughs> oh,
0: why did you make why did you make Trante sound like a old dumb pig? <laughs> <laughs> oh, room, room, room. <laughs> Not to be, no, you know what? Ah, ah, you know what? He's fine. Yeah, he is fine. Oh, child. Fine, fine. Okay, so did now, I eat pray thought? Yes, you did. Good job. So mm-hmm. we just got to do now. We just got to do bird confessions. So. Oh yes, okay.
3: It's oh, oh, yes,
0: yes. yes. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh hell yes. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shout out to Maya.
2: Shout out to girlfriend.
0: Ooh. Oh, by the way, I meant to tell you that. That's what I actually called you last week to tell you. What? I've never, while I was in LA, I've never gotten so many compliments about my girlfriend's shirts. Like, when I'm here, I get a lot of compliments. But I had, like, white women come up to really? me. Really? White women and white men. Because Amber bought me for my birthday. She bought me... Um, a shirt that says all the girlfriends and then it says and William too Oh, and like I had like a white woman and a white man walk up on me and be like oh my god I love that show and I was one like one of my favorite shows of all time absolutely and, me too and I, was, Mara. and I was I'm so was,
3: Tony so, mm, really you know what? I can so Tony, see it yeah. I can see it very much okay between Tony and uh, and well, I don't know Tracy. What was Tracy's character? Joan. Joan. Yeah. Oh my God. Joan. I, at first, I didn't get Joan's fashion until I got it. You know, mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh yes, girl.
0: I'm a mix of jo- I'm a mix of Joan and I actually. Mm-hmm. 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 Loud. Uh,
3: I'm Lynn,
2: and I don't know. I'm a mixture of all of them, but I think I probably lean a little bit more towards Lynn, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like just being like, I don't really give a fuck, but I I care a lot more about like
0: career and shit. Yeah. I think Linda. you a little Lynn's bit, a little, very flighty, yeah, yeah. I think you a little bit of Lynn and Tony,
2: yeah, and it's so funny because they're so different, mm-hmm. but that's really who yeah. I am as a as a person. somebody said I was Maya and I'm just like, I don't get that you
0: yeah, know whoever t- I think I- it
2: was Tim that told me I was yeah, Maya Tim, Tim, Tim don't know nothing. Tim- <laughs>
0: I won't go that far. Tim, you know things. <laughs> Don't do that. See, Aaron, why are you always trying to Tim, take no, down... No no, no <laughs> shit, okay? I will ah, ah, fucking ah, send ah, this ah, clip ah, to ah, him. Ah. You are always doing Tim like this. Don't do Tim like that. Okay, bird confessions. Yeah. Yes. What kind of bird are you? Pigeon, dove, flamingo, peacock, or eagle? Peacock. Mm, okay, all right. Favorite ratchet song? What's that...
3: um? The one where Lil Wayne talks about oh oh rich sex yes mm-hmm. um Nicki Minaj okay. love it yes mm-hmm. come on when you know your pussy's worth a Ben's truck yeah don't let homie fucking less his bands up <laughs> you
0: know I, I, y'all y'all, D, y'all can't I, see it but she felt you know that lie
3: go to D y'all get that fat transfer <laughs> it ain't such a thing as broken handsome <laughs> if you let that broke nigga fuck we telling.
0: Yes. <laughs> Come on. If you let that broke nigga fuck, we tell him. Mm. Yes. Tell on me. <laughs> let a few um, anyways, uh, who can get the ass first? Street pharmacist or gang Street pharmacists. Mm, okay. Um, Nuck if you buck or back that ass up. Back that ass up. Um, now or later's or Jolly Ranchers. Now later's. Who would you rather get impregnated by Drake or Diddy? Drake. Mm,
3: okay. Scratch Diddy. Sorry. Mm. diddy 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 okay. yeah okay yeah Thank drake you. was like a it was like a knee jerk <laughs> response that's yeah that's fair
0: that's fair um i don't want either one of them but um if i had to pick i had picked diddy love love diddy take, seems fun
3: and he takes care of his kids yeah diddy see me and diddy would have a hey diddy listen <laughs> You and I would have a lot of fun, and we're closer in age than you and Cassie, okay? So listen, we can have some fun. And I kind of look like Kim Porter a little bit, so, you know. Mm -hmm. Come on, come on, come on. Look, Uh,
0: I love Angelica keep doing these ads for us. (laughs) Come on. You better use us for promotional purposes
3: just put it out there
0: Loving hip-hop basketball wives or real housewives of atlanta
3: real housewives of atlanta all the way okay. come on
0: i, I recently i'm team watching.
3: kenya you know are you i, I want her kenya. back I, I want kenya back i think kenya's just always been misunderstood Now i think the old girls have always come for her um and just kenya's that dark skin beauty that's always had to have that extra something and be ready you understand yep. what i'm saying so like i'm Team Kenya all the way.
0: I love Kenya too. Yeah. We all stand
3: Kenya. And Candy, of course, because Candy is about her business. I okay. love
0: Candy. I love Cynthia too.
3: Cynthia too. I yes, I met Cynthia. Cynthia. Cynthia's amazing. Yeah, yes. I love Are Cynthia. Are y'all caught up? I, I have I not seen a single episode of this
0: season. Okay. okay, I watched the last three episodes. You'd be so proud of me because this is the most I've watched since the first season. I
3: used to watch so faithfully. And then when Kenya wasn't on the season, I just.
2: It's boring paid without it. Kenya, yeah. but this is still. And this, she was on the season last, finale. Okay, yeah, this yeah, she was on the season finale and so like these last couple of episodes have been good.
3: I like I'll put it on in the background sometimes when I'm doing, you know, whatever. So I'm I'll catch up.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um do 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 Tyra Naomi.
3: Naomi. Okay. Naomi. <laughs> Naomi. Naomi. <laughs> I mean, I live for Tyra. Naomi is Naomi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on. Naomi. Naomi. Oh
0: me! I cannot. Okay, so you um you in a rap battle, and you can pick any new female rapper who you who you who you select, and for your rap battle,
3: on my team or to rap against,
0: to to for your team.
3: Her name is uh like Ornica or Ornica. She's um uh, like a oh. heavy set black. Oh, she's oh nude. I
2: know who you're talking about. Yes, like, I know who you're talking I don't about. Know her. Like, I think I she's from. Her. Yes, she, you've seen her before. She um she's she has incredible. a septum. She has a septum. Yes. Um, uh
3: huh. In her uh at first no, when you said Ornika, I was like Onika. Oh, no, not only uh nika not Onika, but um it's like it it's O R um I'm, And I think she's from isn't she from like the East Coast? Here it is. Uh her or or How do you spell it? Uh maybe Chica. C H I K A is her Chica, but uh her handle is O R A N I C U H H Ornica. Oh uh, or- yeah, 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 Ornica? Uh, yeah. Uh yeah. yeah But when I tell you her right, her flow is so mm. tight. I'm about to play just all every
2: level, I mess so many devils, they mistake me for gentle. I'm the bottom kettle. I'm a little rebel, I'm a little gold mine. You can play the pop, but it don't matter when it's showtime. I just who I lay, you been telling me it's your time. Mama drop a single and I'm not making a one more time. Someone hit cardy. Tell her wanna party. I'm gonna pick a brain out of you young Hey So that's uh, our girl.
3: I'm telling you. (laughs) You won. Yeah, and I told her, I was like, I I, I tweeted at her once, and I was like, can you please, I miss the days of, who you calling a bitch? You You know, when the the ladies would snatch them up and, like, get these niggas together. Like, I'm missing those rappers. Mm. Come on. Not just I'm gonna be. I want to do this sexually free verse and tell you to suck my dick. No, um, I let me get deep on your ass and rip your manhood. Just rip your shit apart so you you don't ever flex that toxic shit in front of my face again. Like that's what I want her to do, and she says, "Okay, she's working on it." <laughs> Look, come on. Home. She's my favorite rapper right now. Dope.
2: I yeah. love that you shouted her out. She's come dope. On. Yeah.
0: like I'm gonna have to listen that because I've never heard. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so. Baby fat, Apple Bottom, or JLo? Baby fat. Mm, all right. You know it's coming back. Shout out to Kamora.
3: Mm-hmm. Hey, Kamora.
0: Um, you know,
3: shout out to the fact that you were um, a very young teenager when you met Russell Simmons.
1: Buddy. Oh, yeah.
3: Stay overseas, buddy. Yes, go ahead. What were you
0: saying? He's a Is predator. that what he's
1: at? He's hiding.
3: Okay,
0: that's fine. Oh,
2: he I has to hide because you know he's a predator.
3: Girlfriend.
0: Girl. Um, IG model or video vixen? You a, you you a bird, so keep this in mind.
3: <laughs> right, right. I felt
0: like I felt you. Like, like I am, a, I am a, Yeah, I'm like, an actor. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, I felt you.
3: I would I, I would say uh, IG model.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Come on, come on, IG model. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, now you're IG model. Which one you endorse flat tummy tea, waist trainer, or Fashion Nova? Fashion Nova. <laughs> Fashion Nova
3: all the way. Only because I I am that type of girl who has a closet full of very inexpensive things and I do not believe that you need to spend a whole bunch of money to look good
0: mm. okay okay we are we are done that, yes. was our that was our baddest. Fashion contract.
3: Nova cut me a check for that commercial thank you
0: <laughs> come on mm-hmm. give her all the checks yes all and right. an endorsement
3: deal thank you come on mm-hmm. my manager's contact information is on my Instagram thank you
0: Love it. That's how we found you. so <laughs> yeah. we shout, shout out to management.
3: Yes, yeah, my hey. management
0: is amazing. Hey. Yeah. Hey, EJ. No, Thank yeah. you. We appreciate y'all. Yeah. Because we was like, I don't, I was like, I don't, I, I, I ain't got no. um. And it was I,
3: my assistant too. Because yes. my assistant, Fernanda, she was my new shout assistant. Out. She was like, when she heard the inquiry coming, she was like, oh yeah, you have to do that podcast. She yeah. was like, it's raunchy and it's amazing. I was yeah.
1: like,
2: okay. Shout, oh, out, to shout out to Fernanda. Yes. Hey. Come
3: on.
0: We love you. We Nance. stand, Fernanda. Um, Zaddy of the Week, which is one um, male energy that you are crushing on the, for the most right now. It can be anyone. It can be a friend. It oh, yeah. Be no, I
3: know who it is. <laughs> I know who it is. A <laughs> friend. You, who you who it is. prepared. Sterling K. Brown. Mm. When I tell you this, the way that this man performs Ooh. black masculinity is a gift to us all to the audiences that are watching when i see this man cry when i see this man you know feeling for his wife and playing these roles like i've seen sterling in a lot of different roles but this role to support and love this black woman like he does to care as much as he does to be nerdy to be i i cry i just look at him all the time and i'm just so I'm so thankful for him and his energy and his expression of black manhood um, in in Hollywood. I just, I feel so blessed by it. Mm. And I met him personally and also feel blessed by his his energy because speaking to him, he was just speaking all great things. And was just like, oh, Pose is such a great show, groundbreaking, I can't wait for it to do all the, like, and he was just affirming not at all he's married cis hetero i guess black man but never did i ever feel an ounce of him i'm um, feeling uncomfortable in himself mm-hmm. or even that he had anything within his uh mind that was off mm-hmm. it, i stood standing next to him i felt seriously love emitting off of him mm. As a black man, I can't tell you enough. I'm a, so when I watch, I watch him on TV. I, I cry all the time. I, it just he's so amazing.
0: He was like, he was right next to me during the NAACP Image Awards on the red carpet. And then when I tell you, and his wife was right there too. But I was just like, why is your energy taking over me?
3: Like, I just, it's so beautiful it yeah. really is and I just really hope that it spreads some more I, I just want to see more black men living in that space that he lives in that when I come around mm. even when like somebody like ALOC who has like hair coming out of every crevice and is gender non-binary or whatever or mm. like um, you know uh, that that they would open the door for them too mm. masculinity that's
0: unbothered mm.
2: Ooh, ooh, child, unbothered masculinity. What mm-hmm. it do that. Exactly, fix it,
0: Jesus. Thank you. Ooh, All right, Amber, who's your?
2: Now I feel ooh ratchet for saying because you just had that great <laughs> explanation,
0: <laughs> and it's I'm about okay. to say,
2: and I'm about to say, the baby child,
0: who a man.
2: <laughs> and okay, so let me say this, I because. I just didn't know I was going to be like fucking with the baby. Like I just saw like a clip of him. Like it was like he was in inter- you know I love Nardwar. And so I was watching a Nardwar interview and I just saw and I heard his voice and I was like, "Oh, he got that southern deep ass voice." And I was like, "Oh, yes. And he got them tattoos and them grills and that skin." <sighs> <sighs> but I'm just like, why am I crushing on the grown ass oh, man? Oh, I see who he named. Is. The baby.
0: The mm-hmm. baby? <sighs> but he's beautiful.
2: He's
3: fine. He, I'm just, you know, I didn't know who that was when you I mean, I've heard of him, but uh-huh. I didn't really know who that was. Now that I see his picture, he's cute. Yeah. yeah. I
2: know Sterling K. Brown is very, yeah. obviously. Don't get I mean. me wrong. I like a
3: i like something like that don't mm-hmm. get me wrong that can i but that but i'm saying in a general way sterling k's energy but if you're talking about in that kind of way <laughs> uh, uh, you got options. i mean you know
2: but he's my he i'm gonna say i'm gonna say the baby for right now
3: winston duke too yeah <sighs> mm. I don't, even in us i was starting to feel him and i us didn't too. feel
2: it and i don't feel him typically
0: Mm. i like that thick body uh, yeah I mean, mm. girl he laughed i made a joke on the red carpet and he laughed at me and i was like <laughs> i think I, I heard my bussy like
3: <laughs> yes my bussy said
0: <laughs> and i was like dum, dum. i was mm-hmm. like i'll make another joke mm-hmm. if it'll get what what how many jokes do i need to make right. to get you in my bed <laughs> but anyway mm-hmm. um i have two this week um, number one, my friend Brian, um, just today because he, um, he, he got me together. Um, and I appreciate Brian's you.
2: Brian's always getting you together. Brian,
0: yeah. Brian's always just, you know, he, he been, but he's been doing it because I haven't needed people. I've been more okay. I haven't been having a lot of conversation. I've been having as many conversations with my friends and needing as much, I guess, reassurance. On my things and I think that's new for me Because I've been able to just kind of have inner Conversations but today I was like Let me talk to Let me talk to somebody And he was like girl you tripping Um and I was like okay I guess you were And then I started crying I didn't even know I was Tripping like that hard Um and then secondly Um shout out to My boo um you know Who you are (laughs) um We um Hey, boo. Hey, hey boo. Um, Hi. God damn it. <laughs> I forgot your sweater. And <laughs> He told me not to forget it either. I
2: knew you would. Da- don't
0: do that to me, Amber. Give no, me I'm crazy.
2: not even trying to be funny. I
0: knew you would. <laughs> I was rushing. Um, and he told me not to forget it too. Um, I'm going to give it to you tomorrow um, or sometime this week. Um, but nonetheless, um, damn, really? Why, why, why am I, um, Shout out right?
2: to your boo. Hey, Shout boo. Out, hey,
0: boo. Um, we... I thank him just because I've asked for a man like this. And I think this is the first time, right? There's all these interruptions. This is the first time I've actually received it. And even in receiving it, um, I think the universe finally heard. And I finally started presenting myself in a way that Mm -hmm. the universe was like, okay, you're ready now. And even though, you know, I'm learning a lot and I just thank him for, um, for supporting me in my happiness and for supporting me, supporting him in his, his happiness and just learning together. Um, <laughs> and learning hey, together, you. and just enjoying whatever it, whatever it is, you know. I'm learning to be present more, and I think we're both we're both learning and healing together, which is very and we're very transparent with each other. That's, and that's good. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, so Keep your been, mind open, your heart open, and your pussy open. Exactly. Amen. So it's been, I it's, love been an, this. <laughs> it's been an interesting experience, but I'm very thankful for Tim. And I knows.
2: will. I will just say this. If y'all listen, go back and listen to like episode, maybe season one, episode four or something, don't, don't do that. Don't you know, and don't. just listen to don't do that. Don't do that. just like Savoy's so thoughts on relationships. Savoy's so thoughts on men and then come back and listen to this. Mm. It's just such such growth.
3: Hashtag growth.
2: Mm-hmm. growth. It's so much growth. You know Angelica, that. when I t- bitch her. Okay. Really. Ah, ah, ah. I get it. I've been there. Shoot, mm-hmm. I'm there, shit. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I get it. I'm so, learning to let it come. Right. So I love. I love this, and I love. Um, I mean, I don't talk to the boo or whatever like that, but uh, appreciative of the boo as well.
0: I'm appreciative of the boo as well. Shout out to him. Yes.
3: Um, he. And to my boo, Trevante. And-
1: <laughs> ah, 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 I appreciate I know somebody you too. Was-
0: I do. <laughs> Angelica is focused, okay? <laughs> Focus <Angelica. on. laughs> yeah. she is literally focused. Yeah no. Miss Bros is focused. All right. Bad bitch Hall of Fame, which is one femme or woman that we um feels like deserves our flowers that has not received. And um Angelica, you you go first this today.
3: Bad bitch Hall of Fame. Yes. I will have to say um Tarana Burke um you know the the true founder of the me too movement Mm. um you know i still i just still don't think black women get the love and the credit they deserve for the work that they're
0: doing so Mm. yeah Mm. okay um (laughs) might as well be raquel willis even though she's she's been a guest we shout out to raquel but raquel wrote a great article Um, in Out magazine yes Mm -hmm. when she wrote the article about trans day of of visibility um she asked some very poignant questions that I had to ask myself and I um challenged myself to do better Mm -hmm. um and then I also saw Miss Majors Mm -hmm. um actually you retweeted Mm it Miss Majors um thoughts on her (laughs) thoughts were amazing yes um on Trans Day of Visibility, and I, it really got me to thinking. Um, I know, I, I know, I still have lots of things that I need to um, better support the trans community, and I know that. So I'm yes. gonna. That's one of the things I'm tasking myself and with. and Thank you. Look, look, mm-hmm. look. We all work in progress. Yes, absolutely. So, but shout out to Raquel for writing that article and for challenging me and making me rechallenge myself, um, and I'm gonna do better. Because yes. we look. When you know better, you do better. Uh, amen. Yes. Amen. Because I said. Bring I it j- back to my Angela. <laughs> Come on. Niece <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Cardi B. Niece <laughs> Little Kim. <laughs> Amber, who's your bad bitch Hall of Fame? Um,
2: I'm going to go with uh, her name is Terrain Futurum. She's an artist. I know Terrain. Uh, yeah. Also, a black trans woman. She's just absolutely dope. One of my favorite. Twitter followers she has great music mm-hmm. and uh, I just I just really really like her I think she's really smart she's dope and and she definitely doesn't get her due at all mm-hmm. um, so shout out to her
0: and I got one more Tishina Arnold Yes, you Tashina Ro. Yeah, guys. Do I said her I last you on the say last it time.
2: every single time?
0: <laughs> do I? I said her more than once. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Well, but, but, but I, she, deserves. she deserves. She deserves. She deserves. She really, she really does. does. She's one
3: of those actors too that just never got it. Never got it. Mm-hmm. But she's always it. giving it. Yeah. Yes. It. yes. It. Absolutely. Tashina, I love
0: Tashina. And I mentioned you more than once, but I really I I you said deserve. you. You deserve. You really do because she's amazing. And I mean anybody who who asks "Why am I busting it down <laughs> <laughs> I, like who wh- why am I busting it down but was
2: ready <laughs>
0: who's Tatiana right. right. ready right. to bust it down though right um, shout out to her uh, and as always oh wait
2: I have one more I want to okay I really since this is a season finale I want to give all of our listeners all of Bussy Hive Bad Bitch Hall of, F- <laughs> Hall of Fame because y'all have really really like been patient with us some of y'all some of y'all haven't been so patient but <laughs> the <laughs> ones who have been we appreciate you and and as someone who's just been, like, really just struggling for, like, the last couple of weeks, like, your love and your support has just been just, it's really been sustaining me, you know, and, like, very helpful. So, thank you so much. Y'all are just everything. And thank you all for listening, for real.
0: Amen. As always, we close it out with Good Pussy Vibes. This is the last Good Pussy Vibes for the season. mm Um, This comes from Lala Dahlia I hope I'm pronouncing that right Um, It says when you're triggered into self-care Take all the time you need to feel you again Once again when you're triggered into self-care Take all the time you need to feel you again And I think um, what I've learned This spoke to me in particular Because I literally saw this yesterday And I was doing self-care this weekend Because I just kind of became overwhelmed um, Even with good stuff And I think one of the things I learned through taking some time for self-care is that I've asked for good things, but I don't think I've necessarily always believed that I was deserving of those good things. So even within those good things, I am like uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. extremely uncomfortable. And, um... I have the tendency to want to, when I feel uncomfortable, to break out and do fuck shit again. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you want to go back to feeling yeah, comfortable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy how you can feel so un- comfortable and fuck shit. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm, thankful for the uncomfortability. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thankful for what it's teaching me. So, yeah. awesome. shout out to self-care.
2: Yeah, uncomfortable... Is where the true growth happens. Amen. Absolutely. So remember that, like, when you are fi- now, when you're feeling uncomfortable near somebody, like, fuck that, you shouldn't be around that person. But <laughs> if you feeling uncomfortable by like certain growth or certain mental things, that means you're pushing yourself, and maybe you should stay there. Because yeah. when you starting to feel comfortable, that's when we be stagnant. That's when we like that. So mm-hmm. that's a good thing. I love that.
0: Amen. Yes. So, Miss Angelica. Mm-hmm. Ross, what would you like to tell the girls? Where the girls can find you? What what's what's your closing notes for the girls? For the for the bussy hive, really
3: uh just you can find me at miss com. Mm. follow me at angelica ross on all the things if you are down with any of the things that you know i'm doing in the nonprofit space definitely check out transtechsocial.org we need all the support we can get whether you're trans or not it can be you sharing a skill or you can be sharing you sharing your dollar mm. <laughs> you know either whichever one you got access to mm. yeah
1: Amen.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah and just overall just love one another come on yeah and love yourself
2: also just thank you so much for for coming on here like it means it means a lot and you I've been watching you I I saw you on Claws and I've seen you like in other short um, films and you're just such a light so thank
3: you I try to be hope the world tries to dim it you know but I won't let them
2: we're not gonna let them do that Mm -mm.
0: no fuck them exactly we need you
2: we really do need you we thank really you for do. having me
0: thank you no thank mm-hmm. you for coming um as always y'all know where to find us we're on apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud and um google music play and a whole bunch of other places um mm-hmm. we are um on instagram and twitter you pray that um on tw- on tw- on instagram is with an o um, with a zero instead mm. of a uh oh, because you know we need to fix. I can fix that now. I know people over at, at you Instagram.
2: Who have as there?
0: I don't know, but I still feel like I know people enough at Instagram that I could probably get that fixed. I need to use my 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 capabilities for my own self. For you ourselves. Also verify us then. Hey, look that too. Um. So we thank you as Amber said yeah. um, we thank y'all for just being so supportive this season we know that this episode um, y'all were expecting us a few weeks ago we were too mm-hmm. but we had our technical difficulties and sometimes that is gonna happen mm-hmm. in podcasts yeah, and it, happens. it happens and I'm, I'm free I'm, I'm, I'm at peace with it now but if you had talked to me a few weeks ago I would have not been at peace <laughs> Um, but thank y'all for listening thank y'all for being so great to us Um, for sharing Sharing, for telling telling all your thigh friends, mm-hmm. um, for leaving us great comments, mm-hmm. um, even leaving us good feedback. You know, we mm-hmm. enjoy, you know, constructive feedback. Um, and, and would you have any closing words for the, for the, the hive, the pussy hive?
2: No, just thank you so much. Um, I'm going to be, this will also come out in the episode, is, but I, it's basically just like a survey of like our listeners and stuff this is just for the next season um next season will happen like a, you know in the next few months we're gonna take a nice little break yes. i know we've already taken a break uh but you know just know that, that wasn't
0: that, our fault that break wasn't that hour.
2: wasn't our fault that was yeah that was
0: that was like mariah carey's break during glitter <laughs> that's a bad example i don't mean i'm not trying to make fun of don't, mental don't, illness do, yet. don't do but that was like it was an unexpected break. it wasn't
2: unexpected break. Yeah. but this one this is an actual break yes uh that we're going to be taking and we're just going to make sure that season three is even doper and more bomb and get and tell you better story not better stories but more stories um and yeah just thank y'all for being along on this ride
0: thank y'all and as always um keep your busses tight or not tight, you know, whichever you, how, how you prefer. Shout out to loose pussies and
2: loose pussies, <laughs> yes, okay? All,
0: all all bussies and pussies matter. Yes. Um, not, all dicks matter. Though no. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I, all dick sizes. Yes, all dick sizes matter. I said what I said. No, <laughs> you're joking. Joking. Not really. <laughs> Amber, look. Uh, Amber.
2: I do believe all
0: dick yeah, you, sizes I know matter. You do. Yes. you do. I don't.
2: Even though y'all call me a size queen, I, I think
3: they can't help it
0: this
3: is true Um, but also you have to understand also I learned to be affirming affirming and supportive to trans men as well Mm. by not like being that size queen and being and, and really focusing on the size, or what you know, whether that's the only way that they can please is by being big, and then there, you know, like so. I tried yeah. and I've had, you know, so I just I try to be. I've learned that because I made the mistake in front of a trans person, like going in mm-hmm. talking about this, and then like I was like mortified because I never thought about it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when that trans person then told me that I I was I was mortified. I was like, oh my god, I didn't mean it. I'm so sorry. I was like apologizing for a week, you know, I mean just for a while. But now I get it and I understand.
0: Yeah. Damn! Oh, thank you. Okay, I ain't shit. Um, all dick sizes matter. <laughs>
3: yeah, mm-hmm. because
0: yes. I, I y- y'all know. I told y'all I ain't got the biggest one. I'm pretty average. But anyways, um,
2: I yeah, just, your dick matters too. you
0: right. Thank you. <laughs> I actually got some good head. Um, Ow. I was like, this. Oh, this is what good head feels like.
2: Um, <laughs> Everybody thinks that they don't like head until they get good head.
0: I was like, this is yeah. I was like, oh, this. Is, <laughs>
2: Everybody's like, like, I don't like head. I'm like, you just haven't had good head. Yeah, just it's yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Um That's when you have it. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Just. Yes, just. Yes, yes. Anyways, uh, <laughs> shout out to y'all. Um, love y'all, pussy hive, and thanks for, all for coming. Mwah! Bye.